Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Right. Talk to Neil. Call 5670560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Uh-huh. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday, you WQM, happy Friday. Boy, this week has really flown by, hasn't it? No. Seems like we only came in here, what, about two, three hundred days ago? God damn. Well, it's the first week of the new year, okay? Had all those three-day weekends. See, that's bad when you have, like, all those extra holidays and three-day weekends. Get used to it in a real hurry. Uh And then all of a sudden, seriously, remember I told you Tuesday? I woke up Tuesday morning. I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, i got to go into work again today. And, of course, I'd only worked Monday. You know, after two, three-day weekends in a row. And I thought, Tuesday, Jesus Christ, another work day? But at any rate, we'll get through it. Hey, you think you've got problems in the new Macarena, huh? Well, a guy by the name of um, Christian Fisher had some problems. He won't have any more problems because, uh, well, he's dead. That's right. Did you see this story? Arena faces lawsuit over death of Cook. I mean, in fact, I think this weekend, this story has inspired me. I'm going to sue the Macarena. I'm going to, let's see, they're suing. Who are they suing? Broward County, City of Sunrise, and the uh, professionals responsible for designing and wiring the arena kitchen. Well, I'm going to sue the professionals responsible for designing and wiring the goal lights at both ends of the arena, the clocks at the, uh, around the arena, and, of course, the score clock and the penalty clocks at the top hanging over the center of the arena. And also the escalator people. Let's sue them, too. No, but seriously, this is a horrendous uh, story. The family of a lawyer. Oh, by the way, yesterday at the end of the show, 
we really didn't do uh, justice to the guy that called right there at the end. It kind of ran out of time. We had to go into those 45 press conferences that came up at 2 o'clock. What the hell was that all about? I get in my car. I'm driving home. I'm expecting to hear Hank on the air. And I keep hearing uh, one a press con. Here's John Elway, and here's John Elway's brother-in-law, and here's somebody once was on a bus with John Elway who's having a press conference, and on and on. And the hammer is doing the stuff for ESPN right now, and he'll be on when he's good and ready, and uh, you just sit around and wait. That was uh, something. In fact, I think there's a word for it, and it's not something, but I can't say it on the air. But at any rate, the guy that called right at the end of the show yesterday about Robin Williams, I mean, this guy... This caller, he's an asshole, getting surly and, I mean, really indignant and bent out of shape because I, I don't like Robin Williams. And I did like Robin Williams. It's like the same with Imus. When Imus was on radio way long ago, like on WNBC, he was hysterical. He was a funny guy. And then all of a sudden he died one day and nobody told him. And they prop him up in that chair in his motorcycle jacket every day. And he's on there and he's uh, much richer and much more famous than ever before because he's on MSNBC. But he's terminal. I mean, he, I'm embarrassed for him. And I used to think Robin Williams was one of the funniest people I'd ever heard. He used to do that stand-up comic routine, and he was very funny and outrageous and whatever else. And then, all of a sudden, he started doing these horrendous series. I mean, a long series of really bad movies. I mean, really bad movies. And in every one of those movies, he played, no matter what character he played, it was the same character. See, that's not being an actor. I hate to break the news to you. If you're going to be an actor or actress, you can't always be the same. And that's the problem with some people. It's kind of like Tom Cruise. No matter what movie Tom Cruise is in, whether you like him or not, he's always the same. He's not the, whatever the name of the character is. He's Tom Cruise being what Tom Cruise is, whatever that is, which we suspect, but nevertheless. So to me, anybody thinks Tom Cruise is an actor, although I will say Tom Cruise is better than Robin Williams. Different genre. But, I mean, Robin Williams is just uh, unwatchable. And this new movie with the doctor with the red nose and the clown nose. And he's doing that same thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you're going to be an actor, you have to be able to do different things. Like Marlon Brando. There's a great actor. On the waterfront. The Godfather. I mean, um, streetcar named Desire. Mutiny on the Counter. Isn't that what they filmed that at Wayne Arnold's? Mutiny on the Counter. And, uh, I mean, there's an actor who can play like a whole bunch of whatever he's in. He's, he, he plays a different... Robert Duvall. There's an actor. My God. But Robin Williams is a stand-up comic trying to be an actor, and that's why every time he does another bad movie, they say, God, they just never get him good material. You know, too bad they can't... Do... No, he's just not an actor. He's a stand-up comic. But at any rate. So, uh, pal, I'm sure you're still listening right now. Blow it out your ass, Okay. And maybe before the day is out, I'll do some of my own funny voices, since that's what the guy claimed that I do voice. I don't do, I do Neil Rogers' voice very well, by the way. In fact, I think nobody does it better. Anyway, the family of a Lauderhill cook who tripped over an electrical outlet in the kitchen of the brand-new Sunrise Hockey Arena and died two months later is suing over the accident. You think you got problems, hell, with the uh, Yankta Center? The National Car Rental Center was still so new that the first Florida Panthers regular home game was two weeks away. The day before, on September 28th, the Panthers played the Boston Bruins in a preseason match at the $184.7 million amphitheater. Amphitheater? It's not an amphitheater. Why, why does it say that? Who wrote this? Noreen Marcus. I hate to break the news to you, Noreen, but even I discovered when I made that awful trip up there to a Palm Beach, thanks to Woody Graber, uh, what an amphitheater really is, or at least what they consider it to be up there in Palm Beach out in the 
Uh, an amphitheater is an open thing where you can get rained on and get pneumonia. The National Car Rental Center is not an amphitheater, okay? Noreen Marcus, you simpleton little pimply-headed ass that uh, strings for the Sun Sentinel. God. You, you know something? You can take any article at random out of either one of our local newspapers, start reading it, and all of a sudden run into like a whole series of mistakes without even trying. The lawsuit filed December 29th in Broward Circuit Court suggests more of that money should have gone to make sure the kitchen was safe for workers. According to the suit, Kristen Fisher, 65, was working in the Boston Concession Group's kitchen at the arena when he fell over a metal electrical outlet casing protruding from the floor. Fisher suffered bruises on his shoulder and backside, but his left knee gave him the most trouble. It swelled badly, sending him to the doctors for treatment that continued on and off over the next two months. Fisher contacted an attorney, Mitchell Fox of Hallandale. An infection set in and Fisher's lungs filled with fluid. The next thing I know, I get a call that the infection spread to his kidneys and he died, Fox said Tuesday. He died. Yes. Well, George had a stogie in his pussy. He couldn't say he died. He died. Fox filed a wrongful death on behalf of his client's dependents, his widow, son, etc. The Fox seeks unspecified damages that... Um, the suit seeks unspecified damages that Fox uh, indicated it would be substantial. Fisher enjoyed good health before the accident, and his hospital bills exceeded 50 grand. In addition to that, I hope they get millions from uh, Broward County and from the city of Sunrise and the professionals, the uh, so-called professionals, because it's very obvious to the rest of us who frequent that joint that schlock is the operative word for the, uh, so many of the things in putting that place together. Even though the people who come there to schmooze and lose, they don't seem to mind, but I do, because I'm a miserable, nasty, rotten son of a bitch who's a perfectionist that expects at least somebody tries to do something right. I realize that's unreasonable down here, uh -huh. but nevertheless, that's my philosophy. At least try to do it right, then screw it up. Hello! <laughs> Hi, it's Pee Wee Herman. Take it from me. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. <laughs>
1015 at 560 WQAM. Barry Jackson, by the way, you know what they say about him? He's an asshole. And continues to be. You know, Barry, you're just such a piece of turd. It's just, I'm embarrassed for you. This morning again, in his column about, well, uh, Jack Ramsey's going to get back on here, the NBA is on, and then he writes a thing about gag order at WQAM. I'm gagging just reading your column here, Barry. Every time I see that picture, that chubby-faced, pud-whacking uh, puss of yours, I start gagging. <laughs> but reading the article always, it never fails. WQAM's on-air employees have been told not to discuss the station's lawsuit against the Marlins, even if callers inquire about it. WQAM, angry about the dismantling of the 1997 championship team, is seeking a rights fee reduction. And it goes on to say that, um, does all of this put WQAM's talk show host in the awkward position? Not really, Jeff DeFlora said. As far as on-air conversation, it hasn't had any effect. I don't feel compromised. And on and on it goes at great length. Well, I hate to break the news to you, Barry Jackass, but when there's pending litigation going on, and there are those of us who work for the radio station that's involved on one end of it so far, uh, you don't, you're not able to discuss it in public. It's not just with this radio station. It's not a question of a gag order. It's a question of you can't discuss it in public, period. That's all. Because if you start opening up a mouth, anything you say, like they say uh, on Dragnet, can be held against you and can be dragged into the lawsuit. So we don't discuss it. Just common sense, which you don't have, Barry. But, see, he's always trying to create, create, make, you know, work something up into a big controversy, even though there's nothing there. I mean, last year, everybody on this station had their say about, you know, the Marlins and what Wayne had done to them and what they had become and about the, uh, you know, other uh, situation involved here. Everything that was involved has all been said. So there you go, Barry Jackass. It's not a question of a gag order. It's a question of common sense and, like I said, what you don't have. You're a real piece of turd, and believe me, you landed right on the right spot. You know, it's like a turd falling from the sky, landing in the appropriate place, like right on Barry's uh, rectum would be a good spot, although he'd probably think it was his own. You landed right there in a the herald, and you fit in just like a rubber glove. Little, little people, and that kind of leads me into what I really want to talk about today. Last night I was watching, of course, there were a whole bunch of hockey games on there if you got the package on a small dish. I was watching the Penguin game against the Carolina Hurricanes at the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. And before the game, because Ron Francis, uh, you know, was there with Carolina, with the Hurricanes, where he now plays, and played several stellar years for the Pittsburgh Penguins after he played for Hartford for the Whalers, and uh, is a fan favorite in Pittsburgh. Okay? Now I want you to listen very carefully. Just like when Mark Messier returned with the Vancouver Canucks to a Madison Square Garden in New York the first time to play the Rangers, where he had played for years and years magnificently and was a fan favorite. And they gave him a standing ovation in New York, Mark Messier. And Ron Francis, not only did they give him a standing ovation, they had a special ceremony before the game last night for Ron Francis. And Yarmor Yager and uh, Tom Barrasso came out there at Center Ice, and they shook hands, and they had some kind of an award they gave him, and the public address announcer came on there and made a big deal out of it, and they gave him a long standing ovation and a big cheer and yada, 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 and it was great. And the Penguins kicked their ass for it, too. But at any rate, nice goal there, Marty Straka. Oh, sorry, number 19. And then, I, you know, I'm watching that, and I'm thinking to myself again about that night not too long ago, a couple of months ago in the Mac Arena. When John Van Beesbrook came back here, see, this is all you need to know. And I get myself all flustered and all worried and all psychotic and all crazy over something that I already know the answer to. What's the point? I know some things are hard to accept, and I'm one of those people. It's very difficult for me to accept certain things, like stupidity. 
But this town is just—it's just what it is. Crap. That's right. And uh, I'm not going anywhere. This is—you know—these people. Well, if you don't like it, why don't you go? I'm going to be here just a little bit less than four years. I would say, let's see, eight days less than four more years. Not that I'm counting or anything. Not that I'm looking at the calendar and saying it's January the 8th. Because I have a contract, because I make a lot of money here, because I've invested 23 years here. I'm here, okay, for the duration. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, I think back to that night when Philadelphia, and by the way, Van Beesbrook, and now that Rimmer's out of town, we don't have to worry about him doing his propaganda routine because he hates the guy personally. The fact is, last night he shut out uh, whoever the hell they played, the Islanders, Bob nothing. His third shot out of the year. And Philadelphia's got like a 12-game unbeaten streak now. The Flyers, in large part thanks to the Bees, who was playing great again. But regardless of how he's playing now, the fact is he was the fan favorite, not a fan favorite. In fact, he was one of the few names that they knew during the infancy of the Florida Panther franchise, including that glorious year three years ago when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals, in large part thanks to his unbelievable play in goal. Comes back in town. They go through the uh, pregame uh, warm-ups. They announce the starting lineups. And in goal for Philadelphia, number 34, John Van Beesburg. And now, you know, and I'm expecting a standing ovation. I'm expecting something really warm and touching and, uh, you know, warm and touching. Yeah, that's what you get here. That's that kind of warm, and you know where it's uh, touching. Rectum. Not right. A wet spot, a wet, warm spot touching your uh, behind. And instead of that, you get, you know, a certain amount of, and about 60% of the crowd, boo, you suck, we hate you, like poison, be there, drop dead, whatever the hell they were screaming. And at the time that it happened, I, you know, I, I was just, I couldn't believe it. And night after night, I go into that place to watch these games, and I'm, I'm in just total disbelief at the reaction of the majority of the people who are in there, their lack of comprehension or understanding of the game itself, the people that they become obsessed with, like Peter Worrell, who couldn't play a game if he held a gun to his head. And like a couple of years ago, when I was, you know, three years ago, when I was trying to tout how what a tremendous player Marty Straka was, just like Stu Barnes before that and Jason Woolley, and ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Doug McClain is a genius. Yeah, exactly. Seen him lately around here? No. I mean, it's not only a town where they don't understand and they don't know the events that they're watching, but it's a town where they don't have any appreciation for anybody. God performs miraculously. He was involved in all. He had his own charitable foundation here for kids. He's uh, per, very uh, gracious. I met the guy up at Pompano Park the first year. He was not spent a lot of time with me. Always a good guy when I met him, in spite of the fact that uh, certain people hated him like poison. That's their prerogative. A fan favorite, Beezer, Beezer. That was the one chant you heard regularly for five solid years in the in the old arena down there in Miami. Comes back to town and they practically boo his ass off the ice. And then we had that one guy who that, the one guy epitomized it who called uh, you know a few days before that. Oh, I didn't like the way he left here, as if he left here uh, with a bug up his ass, as if he was the one that said, "Well, uh, go to hell." And of course, it was the other way around. How is it possible for so many losers to be crammed into one area? I mean, is that what this is all about, this place? This is Loserville. Instead of changing the name of the county and changing the name of this, they should have just called this Loserville, USA. Which I guess if, you know, if lumps me in that category, I guess I'll confess to it, okay? I must be a loser because I'm here surrounded by a Loserville mentality. It's pathetic. 
you look at the way in any, and it's like all the traveling that I do, and I talk about going out of town and getting on an elevator in a hotel and hear strangers, hey, good morning, how are you? You know, and just, just friendly, nice people, as opposed to this incessant air of hostility and paranoia and suspicion and nonstop gunfire and whatever else goes on here. And I go on here and I talk about these things, and I'm a bad guy, see, because I, t- I tell the truth. That makes me a son of a bitch. Because I have the audacity to point these things out and not just sit back and to go along with the goddamn uh, game plan. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, this isn't the way life is. I keep telling you that. This isn't part of the real world. This hostile banana boat mentality that exists here, this isn't the way the real world operates, Virginia. And maybe there isn't really a Santa Claus out there, but there are some nice people. And yeah, we have some nice people here. But we have an awful lot of dummies out there. We got a lot of people who just, uh, they, they don't know which side is up. They don't have any idea what they're talking about. That's why when they listen to these callers on this station, on the sports shows, 20 hours a day, you hear nonstop stupidity. People that haven't got any idea what they're talking about. So whether it's politics, whether it's sports, you name the topic. You pick it out. This just is a bizarre, you know, that, that bumper sticker they came up with years ago. Miami, the rules are different here. Boy, you can sure say that again. The rules are different here from any place in the supposedly civilized world. It's just, it's bizarre. And I come on the air and I ask people to explain this to me. Uh, do they do it? No. Do they uh, take on a challenge? Can they explain to me the difference? No. Can they explain to me, like that episode about John Van Beesbrook, how all of a sudden the guy that they were sucking his ass for five years and he comes back and there's like thousands of people booing him? Can they explain that? No. No. Why? Why not? In other words, if you have an opinion, like the thing with Robin Williams, I explained why I don't like him, okay? Because he does the same stick over and over again. So if you don't like, uh, well, whatever it is, whatever the thing is with the way these people behave, it's like when I asked that one day about Peter Worrell, why the obsession, why this fanatical obsession those fans had with Peter Worrell. And I know that the majority of people, the 19,000 people that were the night before in the arena were there with me. Did one, I, I, met, I went for four solid hours begging one of them to call and tell me what the attraction was there. Did I get one response? No. Because they can't tell me what it is. They themselves don't know what it is. Except here's a big goon that beats up on everybody, and therefore they think that makes a player, and they don't know too many of the other guys anyway. God, I'm, I'm embarrassed for this place. I really am. I'm humiliated, embarrassed, and degraded, because this town deserves, even the palm trees deserve better. The foliage in it. No, seriously, the foliage deserves better. The landscape, the natural uh, environment deserves better than what this place has been infested with over the years. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Let's see if we get some response here today. Think so? No. No. Where do you find Boog Shambi? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. With the holidays approaching and your entire family coming over to visit, you need to be ready. Oh, man. Uncle George, was that you? That wasn't me. That was your sister. Uncle George, I was not. I uh, actually think it was your grandmother, kids. When Grandma lets one go, everyone knows it's not polite to make a big scene over it. But how are you to know? Sorry, Grandma. Well, with the all-new Old Fart, you can. Just mount the Old Fart apparatus in the family room, and when Grandma rips one, the Old Fart will blink ever so slightly, just enough so that Grandma can't see it. But everyone 
everyone else knows. Oh, my. Uh, how about some more pie, sis? Good idea. Save Grandma the embarrassment and pick up the old fart today. Is that a Mother Hummer pie from Denny's by any chance? Uh-huh. 1031 at 560 WKM. By the way, speaking of old farts, I wasn't going to mention this on here because Adam from our sales department is a really great guy. But I go down the hall this morning about, oh, I don't know, 930 to take a leak. And there's Adam coming out of the uh, men's toilet down there, down the end of the hall. And ordinarily, Adam's pretty friendly. He's a good guy. I like him. He likes me, I think. Well, he doesn't anymore now. But at any rate, he came kind of like nervously out of the men's room. And when I opened up the door, I realized why, okay? See, our sales department's under a lot of stress. They have this reorganization going on for the 400th time. Obviously, they're under a lot of stress. You know what happens when you're under a lot of stress? It produces extra amounts of wow. So he left behind in there. I mean, wow. Hmm. So uh, we have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, mobile one line. We have uh, somebody faxed us the review of the movie Patch Adams starring Robin Williams. The review by um, Roger Ebert, no less. And he rips it a major, major rectum. Right, is what he does. He says, he's, at the end of it, he says, I have nothing against sentiment, but it must be earned. Patch Adams is quackery. He rips this thing an ass. In fact, he says this is a role Robin Williams was born to play. In fact, he was born playing it, which bears out exactly what I've said. He's always on. He's always doing that same silly shtick. He's always, he never stops doing that same thing with a funny noise. It, it just uh, he, it gets on my nerves. If you like him, great. He needs your help, believe me. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hi. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Cook's Fire Report. Did you see it 48 hours last night? Yes. I saw the uh, Hannibal Lecter, yeah. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't know if you mentioned it, but I thought it No, I didn't mention it, but I saw it. I saw him say... It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Definitely. And, and then he said... I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Yeah, I saw it. It was great. Another thing that was, you probably noticed, uh, those killings in the late 70s was on FM, MSU. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, in Michigan State. Well, I wasn't aware of that. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw about the last 40 minutes. Yeah, all four killings were girls from Michigan State. How do you like that? And that's where he went to school as a uh, criminal justice. Probably leader. from Abbott Hall, no doubt. Exactly. Okay. Something, uh, yeah, I hate Robin Williams. Patch Adams is Mork. Okay. Thanks. How's Mindy doing, by the way? We have two open lines in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Yeah, that guy yesterday. I mean, if you like Robin Williams, fine, but you don't have to say your mama, okay? Jesus, God, just hostile and psychotic and all bent out of shape there. And, and again, that's, that's the way this town is. They're pissed off about everything. Goddamn leaf falls from the tree and uh, hits them in the ass. Oh, jeez, that life sucks. Uh, everything uh, is, is bad. Here's a mobile in Coconut Creek. Hello. Hey, Neil, you finally got me to talk about what a crap town this is. Yeah. Sports town, that is. This is the same town that booed Dan Marino at a uh, wrestling match with his family. You know, I've been to, like, Seattle and Denver, towns where you know you're in a sports town. There's billboards everywhere of L.A. and Yeah, Mar I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Here's another. Marino's another classic example. The guy has given, what is it, 15 years now, a fantastic play in his town, one of the greatest in the game, sure Hall of Famer, and the people are here, every, you listen to the sports shows, every single day, oh, Danny sucks, he's a statue, he's this, that. You know, I don't even know why the people like him stay here, why they show any loyalty. Exactly. <laughs> okay, get a new phone. Thank you. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. So I shouldn't take it personally, the fact that I have to work like a son of a bitch every day just to get the phones lit up and get some people to talk to me. The fact that they even listen and that we get any numbers on here on a regular basis, that in itself is a major miracle after all these years. 
And I'm sure that nobody else out there has a small dish and watched that uh, ceremony before the Penguin game last night with Ron Francis or has any idea who the hell he is. But the fact is, there's an example of fans who have got class, okay, of people who understand the game, who appreciate a great performance, who want to show the way they feel about somebody as opposed to the kind of crap that we see here. And I, I don't know what the difference is, but I see a, a, a tremendous, a startling difference between the ambiance and the attitudes in the old Miami arena from those first five years as to the social club that we got now in the new uh, National Car Rectal Center here in Sunrise. A tremendous difference. I mean, a lot of the people are the same. There must be a lot of people who are not the same, though, because their attitude and their understanding of the game and their, their attitude toward the, uh, the players and so on, just totally different than what it was in the old joint. Here's Boca. Hello. Hi, Bo Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I was calling. Um, I called in the other day at the end of the show to talk about why everyone was cheering about Worrell, so I figured I'd call him. We have plenty of time to talk this time. <laughs> and what it is is everyone wants something to cheer about. They're upset that Beezer left because they used to cheer for him. Well, what do you mean they're upset when, that Beezer left? Then how come when he I'm came back that half the crowd booed him? I'm not upset with him. I still love him. I still go to see him play. I like to see him play. And I'm a true hey, hockey sir, fan. I like sir, I, I don't know. Are we speaking English? They're upset that he left? That's exactly why they were booing. He yeah. left because they, they didn't offer him I wasn't a new booing. deal. I wasn't booing. I'm just telling you why they were. And people want something to cheer about. Sir, that doesn't make any sense. We it, what you're saying to me doesn't make goals. any sense. We, we get in more fights than we score goals. So they okay, cheer for you, the sir. fight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mommy. Mommy. Oh, God. God, please tell me. Please tell me this is like a bad dream. Like in Once Upon a Time in America. It was obviously a very long dream. And he woke up at the end, and it was just like a bad, bad dream. Wasn't it? Uh-huh. Okay, we got 700 open lines here this morning. Here we go again. Waiting to hear the uh, natives with, uh, you know, we have no opinion on this either. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. This last guy. Yeah, we have plenty of time for that call. Don't we? No. Oh, what what was he saying? Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Um, I've traveled around a lot too because I go to conferences and and whatnot, and and I see the difference like between people and whatnot. I always say, oh, hello to you and stuff like that. But you got to remember that. I mean, Miami. Look how many kind, look how many different kinds of people live here. I mean, you have so many. Sir, you know something? That's the biggest cop out. No matter where I go. I'm not saying this. Just a minute. You go to Toronto. They've got zillions of Chinese people. They got zillions of Pakistan people. They got every kind of uh, Americans and Canadians. And it doesn't make any difference. They're very friendly. They're very polite. Right. They're not shooting each other. But down here, there's also a lot of conflict. And also, there's the violence, what? The conflict. You know, like everybody's against. Based on based on what? Based on your race. Based on where you live. Based on your money. Why? I, Hello? Why? Why? I don't know why. That's just... I mean... Okay, thank you. We have an open line in Broward, all uh, 400 and Dave, 567. You know something? I just, I give up. Yesterday I came close to giving up. I'm just going to play Donald Duck music for the next uh, three hours and 21 minutes. I keep bringing up things that are absolutely legitimate, that are real, that I know that I'm not making up, that I'm not paranoid about. I have life experiences, and I come on here and I raise legitimate questions, and I sit down expecting to have a conversation with thinking and living and breathing people. That was my first mistake, and does it happen? No. No. I just had two calls back to back. If you put together the, the, the best of both of those calls, you still have nothing. Nothing. 
See, this is another, and this guy, he hasn't been anywhere because this is a myth. Oh, well, you know, see, this is a multicultural community. Like, that's unusual. Like in New York, there aren't, like, millions of people of all different kinds of ethnic backgrounds or in Chicago or L.A. or any big city anywhere in the world. Like, that's something that's only indigenous to Miami, so therefore you can't expect it to be, like, a, a real place. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line, 21 till 11 at 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. I know that it will hurt inside, I know that it is vile and I never have tried. I just hope that when I do, he doesn't have piles that saying, people say it's out with me, my sexuality is with me. That's why when I see guys, I get an erection. I'll invade his private place, so never have to see his face. Who knew that a man's butt is a kinky playground? The fun. And I'll say it I'm saying, I would like to do a man in back in tiny. Where I'll be his baby. I know it's not a place where I belong. So come on, be my baby. See, I'll tell you the word I'm looking for. The word is class. This town has no class. As a classy guy myself, I'll tell you. Seriously, there, there's no class. The people have no class. They're, the way they behave is classless. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? Okay, sir. Uh, as a former Philadelphia about three and a half years ago and a huge hockey fan, I think the, the biggest difference that you see down here is that you have an asshole for an owner that only cares about how much money he's making every second. Well, what does how the owner have to do with the behavior of the fans? What does that, what does that well, have to do with the way the fans relate he, to John Van Beesburg, for example? Doesn't, but he doesn't promote the family that when you're in Philadelphia, and I know you're a great hockey fan and, and know a lot about a lot of different areas, with Ed Snyder as the owner of the Flyers, if one thing that he always did was it was about family, and when anybody wore that jersey... When they came back, they were treated like royalty. And if, he, if Beezer had played for the Flyers all those years and then came back to Philadelphia, there would have been a special night, a special recognition, a special something instead of just an goal for the so Flyers. Gonna, and John Van if, you were, if, you were, if you were from any other uh, sports market in the world, I, you'd have an argument. But coming from Philadelphia, the home of the worst, well, the most vindictive and hateful sports fans in the world, yeah. You have very right. little credibility. They booed Mike Schmidt right off the field. You're, Every you're time in the right. Beezer, the first month when Beezer was having a few bad games, they, they were ripping him in the newspapers. They were booing him off the ice up there. So to try to tell me the Philly sports fans are great sports fans are no, classic. That's not, what I, that's not what I'm saying at all, Neil. What I'm saying is that Philadelphia sports fans are absolutely brutal when it comes to the current player. Their expectations are far above yeah. what should be expected. However, when those players retire, unfortunately, is the time they have that a they're giving the credit and, and they the treat them like loyalty. Unfortunately, they should do the same when they're playing. Yeah, okay. okay, like I said, two betties from Philly. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. 
And you see, it's, it's easy. When you don't know anything about the game, it's easy for them to manip manipulate public opinion, the, the spokesman and the organization. It's easy for them to do it because they're dealing with people who are like uh, uh, sports illiterates. So to make uh, Van Beesbrook the scapegoat, for example, uh, when he left there, oh, yeah, he was all the problems in the room. Of course, now we're almost halfway through this season. He's not here anymore, and we still got a mediocre team that's under 500, and it isn't going to make the playoffs very unlikely. So uh, can we blame him anymore? No. But let's blame him because he was a bad guy, okay? I mean, it's just, I'm sorry, I'm just not buying it. You can blame Wayne Hypinga for a lot of things, but blaming him for the attitude and the behavior of the fans, I don't think so. Here's Kendall. Hello. Uh, is it me? What is it? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, Happy New Year. Uh-huh. I've been a long-time listener, and I want to agree with you. I have a comment and a question. Uh, I used to live in Toronto, right, uh, five years ago? Yes. And I must agree with you that it's... Uh, it's a class city compared to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to know, how did you ever get attached or hooked on to Toronto? How did I ever what? Get attached to Toronto, started supporting Maple Leafs. Because I lived in Rochester. That was like uh, right across the lake. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, Neil, have a good one. Okay, God bless you, sir. Leafs stunk last night, by the way. We don't want to talk about that. You can't win every day, can you? No. It's okay. They'll be all right. We have an open line at day one in Broward. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Great. Did I have a theory about uh, the new arena? I've only been there once this year. Yeah. And I noticed the same thing you did. When I was a season ticket holder for three years, and my theory is, like, the deadheads in the new arena, the old one had all these, like, young, enthusiastic Julios coming up from Kendall and the Metro Rail. I used to, I used to ride the Metro Rail to the games, mm -hmm. and it was filled with, like, real fans, like, all talking hockey on the train. I didn't see too many Julios in the old arena. I mean, oh, maybe... Oh, Maybe I was in the wrong section. I didn't see many. I'm telling you, they were everywhere. You, just, you probably didn't notice them. I mean, they're Miamians, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, they were like young guys, like from UM and from Kendall. We used to ride on the I train. I see tons of young people in the new arena. I mean, uh, but, the, the median age in there is very low by South by Sunrise standards. But I think the difference is, is now you've got these, like, deadheads, like, like people that go to the heat games. You've got these, like, rich people that, okay, now, now it's up here. We, can, like, we don't want to go down there, so now we waited until it came to us. We've got all this money. You know, we can, like, just buy tickets because it's, like, the new in thing to do. And they, just, they sit there, and, like, they're just there, you know, because it's like an event. They don't even know anything about hockey. Well, that, that part is for sure. There's no question about that. Look I mean, around they, the... they haven't got any. Not only don't they know anything about it, they don't want to learn anything because they're not paying any attention. This is the thing I still don't understand. How can you have 20,000 people jammed in a building, and the overwhelming majority of them haven't got any goddamn interest in what they're supposedly paid to go in there and see? I don't get it. They don't want to learn. They're there, they're there for the event. They don't care what's there. I'm, I'm telling you, if it was the circus, they wouldn't know any better. But, I, but you've got to be right. There have got to be a whole different breed. I mean, there are a lot of carryovers from the old arena, obviously, but there have got to be thousands of additional people who weren't in the old place. Well, there are. Now, and because the, these people, I mean, to be booing Van Beesbrook, and I see them have a great ceremony from Ron Francis last night there in Pittsburgh, and, and the, the Messier thing in New York, and anywhere else where there's sports, where there's anything, somebody comes back, you show a little class, a little appreciation. You know, once the game starts, okay, we're going to beat your brains out. But before the game okay you show a little something this town just doesn't have it in them and you just can't compare the things that, that happen here with anywhere else anyway because i'll tell you like i'm so happy when direct tv like forgets to black out the other feeds like right. the other night right oh <laughs> yeah the last two nights yeah right I, I mean i turned it on i didn't hear rimmer i went oh thank god i can watch the game well let's blame denise potman don't get rimmer okay i didn't have to hear that, 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 right, exactly. that, that, right. well whatever i think that's my theory you know i mean i'm one of the ones that was shut out i don't go to the games anymore because i can't you know afford to go anymore I can't afford to bring my family. And well, all on TV way. anyway. I'm telling you, it's more enjoyable. Nobody's standing up in front of you, I hope, in your house while you're trying to watch the TV screen. Hey, I, got the, 
the little dish makes makes going to the games almost ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. I can flip between all the different games, you know, instead of just having to watch us stink. And, and, and you know, again, to, to think that I'm the only one out of these 19 or 20, and of course it's not the same 19,000, so there's probably like 50,000 people when you count the different ones that are coming from game to game, and I'm the only one that cares that you can't see the red light when a goal is scored? I, I'm I sorry, but what's the point? What's the point of even going there if they're not going to make the thing fan-friendly and if you don't know what the hell is going on? I, I, I'm sorry, I just don't understand it. Well, I don't think they care personally. They don't. Well, and if and if you keep talking about it, you'd think that they would care. And they, would... and they still don't care. I know. Well, what what does a little guy like us have to say? Exactly. Well, good luck, Neil. And back to you. Bye. We have an open line today, five six seven oh five. Now I'm I'm serious. I'd get a, if if Norm were in the hospital, I'd get my lawyer on the phone and I'd sue their ass. Sue their ass for being a fan unfriendly and for not uh, for the malfunction of all the technical stuff in there, including the goal lights and the escalator and every other damn thing that we're paying for. It would be one thing if he put up the money himself and built the damn thing himself, like at least Arison did with the American Airlines Center. But the goddamn community builds this guy a two hundred million dollar palace, and everything is still screwed up, including this one guy, uh, the one cook who's dead. And do these people care? These uh, goofballs, whoever they are, they're coming. Hey, they're having a party, you know. They're having uh, you know twenty, thirty uh, drink, uh, beers, uh, hand over fist, one after another. See, after you have the 15th beer, it doesn't make any difference what's going on out there. Because you see, Ray, you see, oh, it's not a red light. It's just stars I'm seeing. Well, it looks like a red light to me. We saw a lot of red lights going off after about the 43rd beer. Here's Sunny Isles. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Jeff Steiner I used to bring you kosher water. Oh, yeah. Happy and a healthy New Year. Oi. Anyway, I want to tell you about the new casino that we've opened next to the Rascal House in beautiful Sunny Isles. That we've opened? That's correct. My family has opened a casino, the first one in Miami Beach. Well, what do you mean a casino? It's not a casino. No, let me explain to you what it is now. Now, let me say it again. It's okay. not a casino. We have 150 real casinos. I don't care machines. how much kosher water you brought me. You didn't open up a real casino. We know that. Well, you know, that's why I got out of that business. Listen, you come into the place, there's 150 slot machines, video poker, blackjack, and roulette. Mm-hmm. You uh, put the tokens in the machines, the tokens come out of the machines, you redeem the tokens for televisions. Uh, he puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice jewelry, beautiful prizes, got to be 18 years and older. Yeah. But the gimmick is, the gimmick is, the gimmick is, if you don't want to take one of our beautiful prizes, mm-hmm. you get a voucher. Now you bring the voucher down to our beautiful new cruise ship with mm-hmm. real casinos on it, and once we get right. out three miles, legal limit. Right, great. Can, okay, you, good luck, Jeff. We have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. I mean, when the guy that owns the joint is saying, well, the, what the real scam is, is uh, this and that, uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Well, I guess that kosher water business didn't work out too good, did it? No. Here's Pompano. Hello. You know, let's go back a few years ago. The first playoff game that they played the Boston Bruins. Yes. That place was buzzing. Everybody had their jerseys on. That was the real thing. Yeah. You go to this place and it's like everybody's wearing polo shirts. They got their hair slicked back. I never saw so many cellular phones in my whole life. Right, exactly. The clock doesn't work right. The horn goes off when and, it and wants And they don't to. care. Nobody cares. I'm the, the only one that gets psychotic. They don't care. What? When the, when the guy calls a goal, Panthers goal, yeah. the sound system's distorting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't well, have enough balls. distorts most of the time. Here's a Yeah, they, they, and nobody cares except me. I'm the only one that uh, gives a crap. And I sit in the upper deck, and I have to look for the red light because sometimes we can't even tell if the puck goes in the net or not. And right. you can't see the red light, not on one end or the other from where I sit. Either one? Either one. 
Oh, all right. Oh. Now I feel better. Somebody screwed worse than I am. And the guy that sits behind me? Yeah. If each, there's two guys or three guys that sit behind me, and these guys are always talking about computers. And it was one night, I think we were playing Phoenix, and we got our asses kicked. And they were scoring goal after goal, and they scored another goal. And I heard the guy look up, and he goes, oh, 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 did we, did we score? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, and you don't see people wearing shirts like you did down there. Yeah. Jerseys all over the place. Hats. I don't see it. I don't know. Maybe you see something I don't. But there's I don't some. See there's it. a few. A few. I got my Leafs jacket on anyway. Well, that's all right. All right, well, that's it. Okay, good luck to us, pal. See you in the, I'll see you in the kitchen, okay? I'll see you in the kitchen in the Macarena. We have an open line in uh, Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Very, very sad. That, see, that's why they don't care whether they're walking around in front of you or holding their kids up in the air, because they, they assume that just like them, you don't give a crap about seeing what's going on out, out there and the fact that they got all those little cars chewing up the ice and that it makes the event a mockery and that guys are falling down and twisting their ankles and getting serious groin injuries because the ice is unplayable. They don't care about these things. And see, Baldy capitalized on that. He, you know, he understands that. So that's why they're peddling more and more and more refreshments and, hey, go buy this, and we got that nice store in there. Go buy all your uh, Panther paraphernalia when you first walk in there because we want your money. That's all. We know you don't care about what's going on in there. Because if you did, you wouldn't put up with what they've done. In fact, to be honest with you, what they've done to this organization isn't really all that far from what was done to that uh, baseball team. What was their name? Oh, I don't want to mention because then Barry Jackson will mention that I talked about the Marlins on here. And by the way, Barry, we can talk about the Marlins all we want. We just can't talk about the lawsuit or matters directly related to it. Do you understand that, Barry? No. I didn't think so. In fact, Barry's sitting there right now going, Mommy, Mommy. Oh, yeah. If you ever met this guy, you, you, you wouldn't believe it. Keep in mind, he walks up to me at an airport in Toronto, like two inches away from my face. You know me? And I thought to myself, Jesus, God, I hope not. I said, no. Oh, I'm Barry Jackson, and you're right a lot of what you say about me. Now, now what kind of a person, what kind of self-respect could anybody have to walk up to you and say, you're right in a lot of things you say about me, like I'm a chubby little pud-whacking jackass who knows nothing? Were those, were those the things you meant, Barry, that I was right about? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. 1057 at 560 WQM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Buffalo blows and so do the bill. Oh! From the people who brought you the only network for kids comes a brand new network for adults, Nippelodeon. Nippelodeon brings you quality adult programming like Clarissa Shaves All and Rugburns and programs for the alternative lifestyler, shows like Two Angry Gerbils and My Brother in Me. Not to mention blockbuster movies like Three Men on a Little Lady. Call your cable company today and tell them you want Nippelodeon. It's the only channel exclusively for adults. Nippelodeon. It's 11.01 at 560 WQM. We got, what do we got? What's that schedule today, huh? Oh, jeez. Open time there, will ya? Oh, Thank you to the books are at six, and then we got uh, what time is it? The hockey game, uh, nine thirty, because they're way up there in Vancouver against the Canucks. Who was that that did that uh, promo? Was that Rex? I don't know. The Joe? promo for the game tonight, where he says the Vancouver Canucks, only a schnook. Carter only... Davis. Who? Carter Davis. Oh, Carter Davis sounds like a dumb goy to me. 
Only a real dumb goy would say Canucks. Only a schnook says Canuck. But anyway, we're playing the Canucks tonight, 9.30. We got the pregame, 10 o'clock the game. The Panthers, remember them? And the Vancouver Canucks. Here's Perrine. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Listen, I have a question. Um, speaking of the Panthers here, uh, rumor has it that um, they're interested in sending Ed Jovanovsky to Long Island, to the Islanders in exchange for defenseman Scott Lachance. Have you heard anything about Where'd that? Where'd you hear that? Uh, CNNSI. Yeah, never heard that. No. Uh, I don't like Scott Lachance. I wouldn't do it. I don't like Eddie either. But that, that, what, where does that trade go? What does that accomplish? That's what I'm asking. I mean, this, I mean, they where are they going to get us? Yeah, they had a chance to get Yanni Ninema for uh, Jovanovski last year and didn't do it. What, what would that trade accomplish? I mean, I mean, you know, and they also say that they want to get rid of Radek Dvorak. Uh, actually, before they wanted to exchange him, I think. Uh, with yeah, some... for Stu Barnes, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, and uh, also, um, how and come Stu Barnes know... is still playing for Pittsburgh every day, and he's out there uh, winning faceoffs and uh, playing pretty good, and the Straka is playing great, and they're winning every day. The Penguins now. I remember when Straka was with us; he he wasn't doing much, but you can tell that he was just ready to explode offensively with his with his. He team. was he was a great player. He was a tremendous player every shift that he went out there. And like I told you before, Doug McLean was a hard ass; didn't like him. You see, this this organization has been mishandled from the beginning, and because they had that one lucky period of two months three years ago and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, people thought that they knew what the hell was going on. The Murray boys and uh, Doug McLean and uh, the succession of a BM and TM and all the other movements, uh, they, they haven't, uh, it, it's been scandalous what they've done. Mistake after mistake after mistake, but again, when you're in a town where most of the people don't have any idea what it's all about, you can get away with that maybe. And when you're in a town where people want to come and schmooze and socialize and there's the excitement of a great uh, new building located in the super area there. See, I'll, I'll give you another example of what, what, what's wrong with this town. So the the saw, sawgrass, right there by the Macarena. Sawgrass. Now, I'll grant you, yeah, the parking is very inconvenient. You have to park usually 50 million miles away from the mall itself. But that, I live two minutes driving time from the Sawgrass Mall. I watched them build it from my backyard. And I don't hate going to the Sawgrass just because it's tough to park and you have to walk a long way to get in there. I can handle that. Even an old fart like me needs the exercise. But it's going inside that I find very distasteful because it's like walking into a foreign country. And when I left Dade County, when I moved out of Kendall years ago and I moved to Broward County, I thought I was leaving that kind of uh, environment. But now here I am out there, way out there in Plantation Acres on the border of Sunrise, no less, and I walk into the Sawgrass Mills Mall and I hear a cacophony. See, when I'm in a foreign country, I don't mind feeling like I'm in a foreign country because I got on a plane and spent a lot of money to go to a foreign country. All right. But when I'm in the backyard of my home and I'm walking into a place which is supposed to be this big, which I don't even know what it's all about, and they're all talking, bah, 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 and I'm thinking, who are these people and where do they come from? And what are they doing here? And that's really why I don't go there. See, so, so this bullcrap about, well, it's a multicultural... Okay, whatever you say. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. This is uh, Kenny the Limo guy from Christmas Eve. Yes. How are you? Great. Do you enjoy that uh, Hemingway? Hemingway's? The cigar I gave it. The what? The cigar. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That was first. Well, the, I was listening to you about the um, Panthers. One thing that I hate about the fans is that uh, they're not hockey fans. They're just Panther fans. Like you and me, we like to, we can watch pretty much any hockey game, but yeah. they just go to watch the Panthers and make a Which is why they're not learning anything about the sport, no matter how long we've had them here. They're not learning anything about it, and which is why they don't care about them putting the out-of-town scores up there, because they don't, they don't care that there are even any other games going on. Yeah, and what's, what does icing mean? Um, 
also with the uh, the players, and you know, unlike Dino Cicerelli, which I wish was back and you know feeling better again, nobody stands in front of the net to wait for any rebounds, and nobody takes a chance. Well, to I, hang I, look, the I, I can't. With all due respect, I don't want to talk. I, mean, I don't want to blow the whole audience off here, okay? Because they they can't talk hockey. They can't discuss the pros and the cons and the ins. They're not capable of doing that, okay? So forget about that. I'm I'm not. I'm talking today about the way the fans behave, the people in this area behave, the lack of class, the lack of gratitude, whether it's Dan Marino, whether it's John Van Beesbrook, whether it's Greg Reed, no matter who the hell it is, there's just a lack of, uh, they, they don't uh, lack understand. Lack of consideration, no consideration. Exactly, they don't appreciate anything. That's a real shame. They don't just don't, don't want to understand hockey, they're going there. No, for no, they, it's, it's, no matter what it is, they just don't care. They have no feeling, no appreciation. Somebody can bust their gut for these people, and they still don't give a crap. What have you done for me in the last five minutes? That's all they want to know. Nothing, right. Absolutely. Okay, well, I hope Rimmer gave you a big tip, Kenneth. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> I know. Okay, good luck. Bye. Don't make that mistake again. Yeah, Rimmer, last of the great tipper, says to me, oh, I don't have change. I want to save this 10 for the limo driver. Anybody ever hear giving a limo driver a $10 tip? No. Oh, my God, Rimmer. No wonder he can't afford to have uh, any more hair stuck in there, huh? Maybe I'll have to get him a trade deal at Charles Alfieri. We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, it's the first time I called you since you switched radio stations. Really? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I just haven't had the time. I still listen. Right. I just haven't had the time to call, and I was off today, so I figured out oh, what the heck. First of all, Happy New Year to you and George. And the same to you, sir. Um, I noticed you were talking about earlier about the rudeness down here, and I, I, I have to completely agree. I I know it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I notice that, if, you know, when you go into a convenience store or what have you, maybe you hold the door open for the person behind you. I always do. They walk right past you like they expect it. Yeah. These young, snooty little girls are, you know, you know, generally you hold it for the next person and so forth and so on to be yeah. to be nice and polite. And it's funny you were mentioning about... I usually hold it open like for young guys, you know. Right, well, yeah, whatever. But, you know, you, you were funny, you mentioned the cell no, phones I mean, at the arena. Yeah. Now... These are the same people I can't count on my hands and feet how many times I've almost gotten damn near killed out on the road because somebody was holding a conversation that was way more important than what was her and her driving. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wasn't there a law passed a certain time ago that you had to be pulled over if you were using one of those things? Using a cell phone in a car? Right. No. No. Oh, I could have swore it was. Oh, well, my mistake. Well, the best to you and George, and I'll talk to you Okay, later. talk to you next year. Okay. What did he say? We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. There was a law passed that if you in the car while you're driving, you got a real serious problem. Eight minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. Well, I noticed that my conversation yesterday got some real immediate results in here, didn't it? No. Well, hey, listen, don't be impatient now, okay? Things will... <laughs> oh, Oh, this place, this place, this place, this place. Neil Rogers, God. He's a wonder boy toy. Had a major wind start. Watch the Hershey Highway. Boys of the rainbow, quickest kid in NASCAR. 
WQM. We have an open line in Bay County to move real fast. If you just dive to the phone here, 5670560, on the AT&T wireless, and one in Broward, and one in uh, Fort Myers, and one in Palm Beach, and one in uh, Naranja, and one in Naples, if you own any dogs. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, put the lotion in the basket. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, I got to tell you, Fireplus, this is obnoxious New Yorker named Don Shorewood. You know who this sounds like to me? Sounds like the guy with the eyes to me. Okay. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade and we are two in Broward. See, I mean, you know, the fact that I'm tolerating you for a while doesn't mean I want you to call the show. I mean, you know, the fact that we've made a little bit of peace and on Yom Kippur you finally reformed and got yourself alive, that's good. But please, don't call the show. I mean, you know, maybe once or twice a year when I'm in a really good mood, which isn't today. Look at that. Two calls left on the board here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. What do you think about that game tomorrow? Oh, here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh huh. Hey, how you doing? Um, I got a uh, big boss. He loves the lotion in the basket. When we go to the arena, we got these people behind us. They're complaining about the whole game. And the lady said, "What was that?" I said, "Lady, it was a shot on goal. They're trying to change." That shut her up. So we just got stupid fans down here. Okay, thank you. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Happy oh, New Year. Same to you, sir. I'll give you my scoop on what's happening. At, uh, I go to about, I only can afford six games this year. Uh, I used to sit in the first row of the upper deck, which were, you know, pretty decent seats. And I switched, you know, with a group of people down to the lower level. But have you noticed the lower level is like in two tiers? Yeah. You know, there's like the, the first, now I sit in the I have several tier. tiers. They're usually flowing from yeah. my cheeks by the middle of the, the second game, period exactly. because the people in front of me are like uh, jumping up and down like Rumpelstiltskin and yeah. uh, popping their babies up and down like a jack-in-the-boxes, jacks-in-the-boxes. Well, I sit right across from you, so I'm, I'm going to look for that next game I go to. Well, you better not see it. see it. I, um, yeah, exactly. 
the ice in the second tier of the lower level. I'm further away from the ice now than I was at the first row of the upper deck, mm-hmm. which is kind of, you know, it's, it's not too good. But the, the, the problem is, is that at 57 bucks a ticket, I think you're going to have a lot more people sharing tickets, and uh, you're going to get non-hockey fans. Yeah, well, that's what we've got. And, and imagine the, both the games I've been to this year. I went to the Vancouver game and the Calgary. Game. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I, you know, I forgot to tell this story on the air. Okay, the last game, which is unfortunate that these people actually moved, as it turned out, because then the people with the 18 little babies wound up showing up. Before the game, a couple of old cockers, older than I am, meaning in their 60s, they show up and they sit down in front of me and they turn around. Hey, Neil, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then the usher finally comes down. They had told the usher, get this that they were friends of mine, and they wanted to come and sit there uh, for a while. This is after the practice is all over, just a few minutes before the game is starting. Do these people belong in those seats? No. Do they, have any, do they belong in that section? No. I tell you, I never saw these people in my lifetime, okay? And they come and they got the chutzpah to sit down there in front of me. Oh, they're friends of Neil Rogers, okay? I guess they're not going to mess with them. If they, if unbelievable. They Absolutely unbelievable. Well, the next game I go to, I'll look across and I'll see about, you know, I can see you sitting over there with John, but... It's just uh, the games are, for me, it's impossible to get all the way back to Kendall and then, you know, from work and get up there. So I took as few games as possible. And uh, the, a- the atmosphere is not the same. It's, the atmosphere uh, is grotesque. You know what That's else? The I best way to put it, it is grotesque. And yeah. the stupidity and the ab- aberrant behavior of these so-called fans, I'm telling you, it's nauseating to me. It makes me sick to my stomach. It's taken the joy. I mean, forget. I, look, if you're a fan, the team can play good. I mean, I knew going in it was going to be a mediocre year. We don't have a lot of talent. You can, you can deal with that if you're a real fan. So I'm, I'm not you know, expecting much. But, but the ambiance of being in the middle of a bunch of people that have got any idea what's going on are paying no attention, are cheering at the wrong times, don't care about the fact they can't see the goal lights. I, 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 just, I, it's, I feel like a fish out of water in that place. You know, at the old arena, I used to go to about 20 games a year. I paid for 10 as a season ticket holder, and I would scout the tickets. And I got into both Stanley Cup final games without tickets. You know, I scouted them outside, yeah. which goes to show you that this town is not a sports town. You know, if you can go now, outside you, the you arena. Can, that's got nothing to do with it. You can scalp tickets uh, uh, on Carl Street event. in Toronto all, all you want, thousands, really? no, okay. no problem. And, and then uh, when, when you look at the Panthers, they had they were right on the cusp of becoming a, a great team. No, they, they were not. No, they were never on the cusp. You're wrong. They were never on the cusp of becoming a great team. No, well, they were not. They added a couple they were good. good they were a decent team that got hot for a couple of months. Right, they were not on the cusp tennis. of becoming a great team. You're, you're, you're hallucinating, sir. You think if they could have gotten a couple players? Have a great day. Okay. We have an open line at Dayton 1 at Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a call from Vegas. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. I'm telling you, uh, Vegas is all you said it would be. Awesome. And then some, yeah. But uh, how's everything in Miami? It's the same, man. It's still the same. It hasn't still changed. Here. We're still shooting everybody inside. Uh, but anyway, the weather's here real nice. Uh, 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 I mean, Vegas is awesome. Yep. I want to thank you for just uh, mentioning Vegas so many times. Well, because it's, it's, like a, it's a real living and breathing place where you're encouraged to have a great time and where you do have a great time and where most of the people are under the age of 100 and where people have got a real friendly attitude and where you get tremendous service. and uh, People are so friendly. Right. I mean, it is, it is great. I just want to thank you, and I miss you, and uh, I'll be seeing you next week. Okay, well, listen, uh, whatever you win, keep me in mind. Thank you. Okay, good Bye-bye. luck. Plunge your brains out. There you go. There's the difference, man, in just a few seconds for you. There's a guy in Vegas, sounds like a happy camper. 
And I'm sitting here begging as usual, trying to... Uh, this is not an unreasonable discussion. This is not an unreasonable question. That I saw something on television last night that, uh, forget about whether it was a hockey game or what it happened to be, but just brings questions to mind about why the attitudes here are so different. It's a very legitimate question. And the fact that people don't want to discuss it yeah, speaks for itself. Speaks for itself. Looney Tunes place, man. That's what this is. It's a Looney Tunes place. They're jamming them in that goddamn arena. Like the Sawgrass. Uh, park your cars all the way out to the goddamn street. You're schlepping, you're schlepping. You walk inside, and uh, where am I? You're doing like a, a James Stockdale there. Who am I, and where am I, and what is it that's going on in here? And what are they giving away? And what banana boat did all these people just come off of? Do you ever go in there? You ever go in the Sawgrass? Yeah, sure. And where do they come from? I don't know, South America? Yeah. Why? Because it's a big mall. Where do they live? Where do they stay? Where do they sleep at night? Your backyard. Oh. Oh. Two minutes, uh, what is it? 21 minutes after 11. We have two open lines is what I started to say in Dade. 5670560 in pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. I know a way to spice up the show today since it's January 8th. How about an old Elvis day? Uh-huh. Like you had about three weeks ago. Uh-huh. I think it would work. How about a bunch of people that have something to say? How would that be? Which, obviously, you don't. We have an open line in Broward. How, how to spice up the show today? Uh-huh. Another, another jackass. Go back to New York, like I tell you, every time you call with the same sour attitude. Okay, loser. Loser! It's branded on your forehead with a big L. Loser. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Terrific show. You're doing great. Uh, so, sorry you don't have any more calls. Can I throw a, a plan real fast past you? You may just throw shoot it down. A plan. Plan. I don't mind waiting a long time to talk to you. Of course, I didn't wait a long time this time. But uh, Three minutes and 52 seconds. Very brief. Uh, unbelievable. You're right. But uh, like my package, I don't have a whole lot of minutes. But if I wait and you're and it's ringing, I don't get billed for the while I'm on hold. I'd hold for all day for you, but uh, you know, if we're on hold and we're chewing up our minutes. Well, if you call nine three zero three thousand, then you're in pocket. Yeah, yeah, but I got Sprint, so it, I don't you know get the deal either way. Oh, you're on a mobile. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I just said if if it's ringing, and I know I know George. I, I asked. Well, George, how come? George, how come? Uh, what do you mean it's ringing up the minutes? We're not paying for it. No, if I'm like I'm on Sprint. So, they, you know, it's not Mobile One or anything like that, which is a great sponsor and everything, but... Um, well, what number do you dial when you call in? I can dial anyone because Sprint covers all South Florida. But, I just call I'm saying, but can you call the pound 560? It doesn't work? No, so what I'm saying is uh, if, it, if it was ringing, I wouldn't be charged for it until you picked yeah, up. But how, but then, how are we, we going to be psychic? How do we know that? I know, show? I know. You, you go... What made me think of it... See, what you're went. suggesting is if we had, like, a separate line for people, like, exactly. calling outside the area... But, but now you're getting, I mean, are you still <laughs> being a silly though, right? person? That would make it's sense. It's like our general manager was just down here like uh, 15 minutes ago, but couldn't wait the extra 30 seconds, I guess, to stick his head in the door. And, and like I said, everything that I've asked, you know, this guy wanted to know what it is that they could do for us to help with the show. And everything I asked, oh, they, they run away because it might cost them money. So, you know, it's, when, it's when a waste of gonna, time. you got to get your own space with you, Henry. Yeah, right. I'm going to get Come a fair on, Stop hyper, yep. uh, it makes too much hyper sense, hallucinating. Okay, Bill doesn't Moriarty. make any sense. not going to happen. Bill Murray, anonymous, previously drunk and inebriated. Now they're straight and they're no, not funny anymore. Yeah. Okay? Common, do, common denominator. 
uh, second, corporate seats. Corporate seats. Neil, at the old arena, who went to the, to the hockey games? Only people that were diehard hockey fans because they didn't want to go downtown, get shot, mugged, etc. Yeah. Right? Now they've got 5,000 extra seats to sell. The salesmen have to go out to the corporation to sell these uh, season tickets were jacked up. So the season and and, and the, the spy reports I'm getting is that isn't up in the club seats and so on. In fact, you'll notice it looks like there's nobody in there during most of the games, but they actually are there, but they're back in watching the TV, having exactly. party, drinks, having a gangbang in the back. They're up in there, but they have no interest whatsoever. Now that crosses over the Dolphin games, too. you got, you got corporations buy season tickets for all ten games or how many there are, but when playoffs roll around, they don't buy those playoff games, right? They yeah. say, well, screw it. We, we got the season tickets. They don't think about, you know, buying playoff tickets. That's why we're so short on playoff. You know, we can't sell a season, or, uh, playoff games because the corporations are the ones that have they jacked sold up all the... They sold it well, out. You're right, but the last, you know, the way it was. Uh, last thing is, what is an Edward James? Okay, we have an open line in uh, Broward and the uh, one in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound 560 on the AT&T. This guy wants us to put in a separate line for that call, okay? Are you ready for that? <laughs> Here's a, a mobile in Boca. Hello? Yes, sir. Speak to me. Mobile in Boca, yes. Can you speak? Yes, Neil, it's breaking up, but I really want to tell you, I've got a spy report on both Rimmer and Goldie. Uh I um, work the Panthers games, Yeah. so I'm backstage where all the media people are, and I hear Rimmer defending himself as to how many meals he's bought and paid for for his friends. Never bought one in his life. Well, he claims, he says, that's a bad rap I got off. I, I've bought plenty of meals. You guys can't keep saying that. Never I never bought a meal in his life. And the second is himself. <laughs> the second is uh, Geldy, who he's in the back, and we're all doing a shoot with, uh, and he's talking real quietly to um, I can't remember the guy he does a show with, but R- Randy Moeller, and he's ripping his own show. He's ripping uh, the other two, you know, Joe Rose and the, and the first team, talking about how horrible the pregame shows are and everything else. And uh, it was just funny. I thought, you know, because he's saying it behind everybody's back, he's yeah. kind of ripping his own show. But anyway, you know, I go to the hockey games only, you know, to work them. I never would, I can't even begin to afford a ticket for those things. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. I go up and, you know, I, I sneak around while the game's going on because I don't have to do anything. And all those people do is schmooze and everything else at those games. It's uh, totally, you're 100% correct. Okay, good luck to you, sir. Tell Gelby, Thank uh, you, thanks you know. once for at least a bit of honesty anyway. We have an open line in day one in Broward. Rimmer bought a meal. Boy, there's the uh, line of the century. Rimmer bought a meal. This guy's the only guy who would go Dutch treat at McDonald's. Five, except my aunt. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. It's Friday, you bastard. If you're ready for laughs, watch the show everyone's talking about. Are you talking about me? Bill Cosby. It's just plain me. <laughs> it's story time with Bill Cosby. It'll make you laugh. If you can understand what he's saying. There's a man named Dan for has got to get off the plane to camp. Just like that. Well, the with his own incomprehensible stuff. <laughs> As long as you can follow his story, you can follow the last with Cosby Storytime. The show is cool. It's 1131 at 560 WQAM. So who's more annoying, Robin Williams or Bill Cosby? 
I would say definitely Bill Cosby. Anyway, here's a fact that says, in regards to the Beezer, I agree about the classlessness of the fans booing Beezer when he returned to Florida as a member of the Flyers. My first hockey game was at Madison Square Garden when the Rangers had traded Eddie Jackman to the Detroit Red Wings. It was a great game that ended one nothing Red Wings, and when it finished, the fans gave Jackman a 20-minute standing ovation yelling, Eddie, Eddie, which, of course, is where Beezer came from, by the way. Uh, Jackman came out twice for encores and left the second time crying from the emotion given by the fans. How do you like that? Not here. Here it's, boo, you suck. Your mama. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the 8th. And yet these are the same people that when we had that Penguin game going here a couple of weeks ago, comes the third period, here's Stu Barnes carrying the puck across the Panther blue line. They're going, Stu, Stu. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking, what? He plays for the Penguins now. He don't play for us anymore. Stu. So, yeah. And it's like it's like Pavlov's dog who's like uh, on acid, you know, and he's given the wrong reaction. The bell is ringing, and he's like, instead of, instead of wagging his tail and right of the refrigerator, oh, the bell rings, and he's like squirt, squirt. on the floor. You know, no, you're not supposed to do that, Fido. Yeah, they're, they're reacting to certain uh, symbols and signals, but uh, the reactions are the wrong ones. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Mia. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, my main problem with the National Car Rental Center isn't even the fact that we had to pay $250 for just two people to go to have a go to the game park and have a meal. Yes. It's the fact that after we paid for the arena and we paid that ridiculous amount, yes. they still claim to be a small market team. I don't understand that. Then, you know, they don't get Peter Nedved because they don't. Okay, great. Okay, we have all the date lines open, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT. We are not talking hockey talk, okay? We're talking arena talk. We're talking fan talk. We're talking South Florida talk about the way these people behave down here. We're not talking hockey. I can't blow the whole off. You want to talk that? I'll give you Rimmer's number in Vancouver, okay? 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. God almighty. Do, they, do these people listen? No. Do they understand what it is that I'm talking about? No. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I know you're arena intensive, but I, I got a problem you can help me with. Please. Yeah. Uh, I got to rid my wife of her Christian uh, bubble mites. I know you're the man to talk to. Um, I'm a DNH man all the way, and I cannot convince her, Neil. Okay, well, dump the bitch. That, that was simple. Took like two seconds. We have an open line in the Broward, all three in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. It's a big game tomorrow. I don't think we got a chance. No, okay, good. Okay, one line left, and then we can play the Carpenters again. George kind of liked that song I started out with yesterday. We didn't get too far into it because all of a sudden that kind of like spurned these people on a little bit. Five six seven zero five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. As again, the South Florida audience continues shocking the living out of me. I'll tell you, it's a good thing that I'm full of because they never stop uh, just uh, shocking the blood out of my uh, system. Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Uh, Macarena horror story. Yeah. Last game I went to uh, Ottawa. Uh, sat in section one twelve, which is kind of like that second tier of uh, lower bowl. Nobody in front of me, right on the railing. I was loving life because the only person in front of me was like uh, one of the cameramen, which wasn't in the way of anything. About 10 minutes through the first period, these two ladies are talking to the cameraman, trying to get him to pan across the arena and get her kids on the screen. Mm -hmm. I'm telling them to get out of the way. They're not listening. I'm calling to the usher. He couldn't care less at all. And, and I was sitting to where the goal was right to the right. 
Um, so they were, they were, and the camera was there too, so they were right in the way. In comes a family of four, two adults, two kids, who sit directly behind us. Yeah. They were Spanish, had no clue to the hockey game. Mm-hmm. Every, every time they got close to the goal, the lady would uh, let out the shrill, the high pitch, just scream. And the, the father was, um, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you ever been to High Life? Yeah, once. You been to High Life? Once. There's a thing called uh, a shulo, shulo, and he kept yelling that out or something. I don't know what score means or shooting in Spanish. And the kids were dumping nachos all over my shoulders. Um, I had a whole meal. It was, uh, needless to say, a very, uh, they were great seats. Yeah, but at least the nachos were free, though. What are you complaining about? (laughs) Yeah, good point. Like I said, the seats were great. Yeah. The surrounding company was horrendous. Um, uh, Fortunately, I got to see a good game. Yeah, it was a great game. Okay, well, uh, better luck next time. Okay. We have an open line at Broward. We'll send him to the Sawgrass. Then he'll wish he was back in the Macarena. Open line at Broward, all three in date. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Davey. Hello. I'm on the wrong line, like I said. Here's Davey. Hello, Neil. Yes? Do you have any Wonder Mugs left? Uh-huh. Oh, listen, Neil, I love you, but I have to point out something hypocritical you said yesterday. Yes. It's okay for uh, a radio talent when they negotiate a contract to get as much money as they possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. So how come those uh, schwuggies from the NBA can't get as much money? Oh, so in other possibly? words, uh, in other words, uh, let me say, let me say for the four millionth time, okay? Number one, it doesn't cost you a dime to listen to this show. That's number one. Number two, if I'm making ten or fifteen or eighteen million dollars a year and I'm whining about money, I don't expect anybody out there in radio land or in NBA land or in the real world to be sympathetic to me. Do you understand the difference, sir? Yeah, but why why hope that Mickey Harrison gets more money? It's either him or the players. And, but in the meantime, the play, I mean, how, how ridiculous is it, okay? The players are making ridiculous amounts of money, in addition to which the players, for the most part, are people who can barely spell their goddamn name, who are inarticulate would be a compliment, okay? I'm not arguing that point. Yeah, so what is the point? The point is it's a free market. Yeah, like for you and for them. Let, let me say it again. It costs you nothing, not a penny, to listen to the show. And every time the players have to get paid more money, they have to build more new arenas and more new stadiums, and it costs you more to have to go see them play. That's the difference. Nobody's forcing me to go there. Uh, nobody forces me to listen to you. And let me say it again. The price of the show is free. We have an open line in the Broward, all three in date. See, they don't want to hear that. In addition to which, I'm not making that kind of money, and you can assume I'm making whatever kind of money you want to assume I'm making, which I'm not. But you can believe anything you want. But the amount of money I'm making is in no way relative to people listening to the show, enjoying the show, hating the show, or anything else about it. And maybe you're not the one that's going, but I guarantee you they damn well expect everybody to be packing these arenas and these stadiums to subsidize this uh, garbage. That's the difference. 21 before noon at 560 WQAM. Oh, New from Time Lifeless Music, it's the Sinatra compilation that buries the competition. Come die with me, let's die, let's die away. I sure could use some sarcophagus, cause I'll be dead any day. Come die with me, let's die, let's die away. Don't miss out on the last collection of hits from Old Blue Eyes before the maggots get to him. Start digging a hole, cause I'll die any day. I'll be a cool cadaver, new corpse. 
Frank Sinatra's greatest hit, the final chapter. Yes, the chairman of the board with a fond final farewell. Rigor mortis, rigor mortis. I'll be stiffer than the two by fathers. Ask the undertaker. Today I've gone to meet my maker. To order, have credit card ready and call 1-800-CADAVER. That's 1-800-CADAVER. Order today before it's too late. Oops, it's too late. 16 till noon at 560 WQM. Boy charged as adult and sister's rape. Oh! See this, the older one, the 15-year-old, the 13, of course, has to be charged as a juvenile. 15-year-old boy will be uh, prosecuted as an adult. He's been charged with one kind of sexual battery on a child and one kind of indecent assault. Oh, yeah, Jerry Springer made him do it. And the interesting part of it is they said this has been going on for years. They didn't tell us how many years. But Jerry Springer has been uh, doing what he's doing now, what, for maybe two years at most? Most? Maybe three. Maybe three, but I don't think so. We have uh, three open lines a day, which is all of them, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Deerfield. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'd just like to agree with you that people in South Florida suck. And I've been sitting here, my truck broke down on my way to work. And uh, I've been waiting on the tow truck for about five hours now. And I'd just like to call a couple guys douchebags. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, we have an open line at Broward and all three in Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Enjoy the show. I'm a diabetic, but I'm called a brittle diabetic, oh. not because of uh, childhood or anything like that. I had my pancreas, most of it removed because oh. of cancer. But my question is, I'm taking two kinds of insulin, yeah. 70-30 in the end. And why are, you asking, why are you calling me about this? No, I'm just saying, does insulin uh, have well, any why, effect on... Why would you, what do I know about insulin? I don't take insulin. I know nothing about it. Call up a doctor. He might give you an answer. He might charge you, of course. We have an open line in Broward, all three in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the Oh my God AT and T wireless line. I just had to do that. I just had to uh, felt the need to do that. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Okay. I'm glad to hear that. I was watching the Toronto Maple Leafs game last night. Well, you picked a real. Uh, was I didn't even watch it. it was horrendous. Well, it was a hard. Totally inducing. No, it was not. It was a piece of crap game. Well, unfortunately, we uh, let him uh, get in on the rebound on the winning Sir, goal. Sir, let me say it again. It was a very bad game. But anyway, moving right along. Well, uh, I think they're going to do very well this year. Yeah. They're going to go uh, hopefully very far. In the okay, play. thank you. Great. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, one and Dade, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's uh, Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. I don't know what your take is on the Jerry Springer connection to that uh, that rape incident. My take is that it's the same as Ronnie Zamora and all. The, and I noticed they dragged out Ellis Rubin again on the local news last night. It's a bunch of bull crap, okay? I'm there's, with you. there's no 15-year-old kid that doesn't know the difference between right and wrong raping somebody, okay? There is nobody 15 years old that doesn't know it's wrong to rape your sister, half-sister, quarter-sister, brother-in-law. Uh, that, that's not just another excuse. Some, always somebody else's fault. I hear you, and it's mostly coming from this detective, right? Is that where it all came from? You know, he's saying the kid said it, so that's, that makes it news, I guess. Well, the kid said it. Yeah, okay, but here's, here's the thing I don't get. The detective seems to be giving it, the cops seem to be giving it so much credence. They're so into you. No, know, the me no, the media is giving it credence by bringing on all these psychologists and sociologists, and they're talking about the kids that lay down in the street after they saw that movie. Uh, you know, th there isn't any kid 15 years old or 14 years old or 13 years old that doesn't know that it's wrong to rape anybody, okay? agree with you. Uh, my only point Even is... Even Trailer Park Trash knows it's... Uh, although, of course, that family thing, you know. I hear you. My only point is this cop that I saw him interviewed, 
You seem to be really clutching. All, all you want to, sir, why don't you just say that? Why don't you say your point is that it's the cop's fault that they're saying this and have a nice day, okay? He's he trying desperately to get me to agree with it, which I don't agree with you. Let me say it again. It's the media that are making a big simmons. Even this article again here in the paper this morning, which points out that even Howard Stern, based in New York, talked about this case, as if I'm supposed to be impressed about that, okay? Wow. God, am I impressed. We have two open lines in Broward, one in Dade, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing, bud? Okay. Uh, just real quick to address uh, the gentleman who called here uh, complaining about, uh, saying about the NBA players making, uh, let them make whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Guy's never even gone to a game, and he's complaining, oh, who cares? I don't go to the game. Though. Well, he watches them for free on TV, okay? And I, I love these people I keep bringing up as though I'm making 10 and $15 million a year, which I'm not, in addition to which, and he don't want to hear it. It doesn't cost him a penny to listen to this show, but the fans who want to subsidize sporting events, they're the ones that have to keep paying these bigger and bigger and bigger ticket prices for guys that are already making millions of dollars. Anybody who doesn't understand the difference needs a, a, a lobotomy. I hear you, man. I, <laughs> wish we had a, I wish we had a big backup center. I'd get rid of Alonzo Mourning. I'll tell you that. Okay, great. Okay. We have two open lines in Dade and one in Broward. Is this incredible or what? I hate this radio station. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's a maggot magnet. Every sports nerd that ever crawled out from under a rock, they're just sitting out there waiting, okay? People that have no lives whatsoever. I bring up a great topic here today based on something I saw last night that pointed out very clearly the difference, the difference between people in a living and breathing place and here, which it is not a living and breathing place. It is a dying place, a place for dead people and banana boat people. And I'm sure that I couldn't possibly be the only one who sees the difference. And yet, is there any kind of meaningful uh, dialogue going on here today? No. No. No, we hear about, we uh, sure wish we had a, uh, a better, a uh, different set around the Miami Heat. Like, I give two craps. About, I don't give one crap about the Heat, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It, it's just unbelievable. It staggers my imagination. And like I said, then I go into that arena and I sit there and I keep aggravating myself, wondering how come it's like it is. And I'm sitting here and I got the answer here every day, four hours a day, every day of my life. Like it's some kind of a surprise, like it's a shock that I'm in the middle of 19,000 people, about 80% of whom are clueless. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uncle Hale. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a trial lawyer and I fight the government on forfeiture cases. Last week you had uh, a gentleman on regarding a book. On for the abuse of the forfeiture laws by the government. I didn't have any gentleman on about the book. Yes, you did. No, I did not. You were talking about it. Oh. Yeah, do you remember the name of that book? Lost Rights by James Bovard, B-O-V-A-R-D. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you're hey, what Too late. My finger was already on it. You've heard that before, haven't you? We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Good morning, God. How are you? Okay, sir. I have a solution to the... Um so-called fans at the hockey arena. Mm -hmm. Give them an entrance exam. Yeah. This way, they, you know, most... Do you think that Wayne cares away. about whether you know anything? They just want your money. Don't you understand, sir? Well, how much, how much do you have to know to show a little bit of class and gratitude towards somebody that's played here for five years? Nobody wants to respond to that question. I brought it up the day after it happened here, which is a couple of months ago after that Flyers game. Did anybody respond then? No. Are they responding now? No. No, they can't respond to it. They can't give me an answer as to why you blew a guy that played great here, that was the big hero here for five years, and he comes back here, and at least half of maybe not 60%, maybe it was the same 80% who don't know anything. Maybe those were the people that were booing. Is that possible? Uh -huh. Could be. 
wouldn't know the beezer if he if he uh, stuffed a puck deep inside their rectum. Still wouldn't know who it is. Is that possible? Yes. God. I mean, so, you know, just by osmosis, just by walking around and breathing the fresh air, you have to absorb something, don't you? No. Have to absorb a little bit about something about life. What no matter whether it's politics, whether it's sports, whether it's the newspaper, whether it's uh, Ileana Grossleitenen, whatever it is. Just by being alive, or even if you don't want to, you have to absorb something, don't you? No. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Uh, is it only about sports so far? I just tuned into you right now. Sure, it's about whatever it is you want to talk about. Uh, if it's interesting, we'll talk about it. If not, uh, we hope you have a nice weekend. Yes? Okay. Neil, what do you mean if it's about sports? I'm not talking about sports. I'm talking about people. 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 <laughs> All right. Let me... Living and breathing goddamn people. All right. I, I got a question for you. And then this is something you might be able to talk about later, but I, I don't know the answer. That's what I'm asking you. What do you think about um, the difference between female models and male models getting jobs? Do you think there's, like, the same thing going on that happens for female does for male? We have an open line in date, 567-0560. Yes, they're all getting banged, yes. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Does that did that did I just make the case? Right there ladies and gentlemen, let's pack up our suitcase, case closed, let's go home, let's have a couple of beers and celebrate. Just made my case right there for you, okay? Here's a mobile in I just watch your backside if I were you, sir. That's my advice. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Um, I'm from North Carolina and have been down here four years, and the best that I can deduct is that everybody down in the state yeah. is they feed off of everything. There's no, no building, there's no community, there's nothing, and, and they just like parasites that feed off of whatever's there, and they don't put anything back into what they've got. And I think it goes back from, it's kind of like a renter's mentality. When you don't have ownership of a place and you're just here visiting, or you're here illegally, or you're here as uh, somebody who is illegal but somehow made it legal like George you don't right? ha- mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have no sense of ownership and you don't care and, and it, it all goes down to manners also it's not really even a question if you want to go sit there quiet and watch the game or at least be respective I don't expect uh, it to be quiet but make noise about the things you're supposed to make noise about well and that's the thing you're talking on cell phones and you can go to it's not even that the games it's the malls it's an elevator as you said you I mean walking in a building and someone holding the door open and uh it just comes down to manners and i think you hit the but you don't have to worry about finding those here <laughs> no and class is the other thing i mean when you no go class. to a, no class yeah. it's not low class it's no class there just, there just isn't any here no it's i think it goes so back to scumbag it is, but you do a great Magic job. Magic. I just have one question. Do you yes. think Levon will win 20? Yeah, he will. We have an open line in Dade, one in uh, Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Mobile in Sunrise. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Happy New Year to you. Same to you, sir. Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Yeah. I am in complete agreement with you. This is the most pathetic Bush League town I've ever experienced. Um, I've lived there about 17 years, and I'm finally making a jailbreak and heading out of this godforsaken place in August, and I suggest you do the same. What Meaning what? I do the same what? Aren't you gonna, ever going to leave South Florida? Or yeah, when I retire that? in three years and in, uh, in about 11 and a half months, yeah. And you're going to run away from here as fast as possible, correct? Yes, I will. 
And no, I will not run away. I'll fly away. I'll get on the plane. I'll say bye and see you, and that's, <laughs> that'll be it. And as far as the sports fans in this town, I mean, it is absolutely pathetic. From from the fans to the papers to the media to everything, I've just never seen such a thing. There's a bigger market, such as Boston, et cetera, and you can actually pick up the sports page and read a decent article. Right, and you, or you read, pick read, up the read, paper. read a column. Read somebody who writes yeah. something, who's got some perspective on something, who knows what they're writing about. I, exactly. I picked up the paper this morning in the Sun Sentinel, and this jackass Michael Russo, I think, is the one who writes this thing about Dave Gagne, and he got into a couple of fights, even though he's a little guy, in the game the other night, and... Dave Gagne has been an abortion for the Florida Panthers this year. He's been benched, and rightfully so, one of the few people have been benched, and deservedly so. And this man, I watched him in the last game, that uh, home game here. He has lost it. He's got nothing. And here's a whole big article there. Dave Gagne is the new hero now. Because somebody planted the seed in Michael Russo's mind. Again, you're dealing with people who know nothing. And they write articles in the newspaper. Bow, wow, peacow kick. Open line in Broward, two and date, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. You go to hell and you die. Four kids. Hanging out together, alien probes in their ass, TV don't get better. The chef just like getting late tonight, cheesy poops abound. You're gonna see Stan throw up his guts if Wendy's around. There's Stan, Cortland, Kyle, and the talking turd, and at least once a week you hear. They killed Kitty! You got You turd! So weird, but the wonderful and Candy's face is never seen. He gets hit in the head, and then he's dead. The rats snore at him, and then they eat his spleen. Oh! They killed Candy. You bastard! Oh, Sam, you want to know what I think? What? He's doing something to his ass. He's not kicking his ass, but he's definitely doing something to his ass. Personally, I like peanut butter better than fiddle better. It's Prob Noon at 560 WQM. We have an open uh, line in Dade, 600 of them at 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Uh, Hank will be here at 2 o'clock, as always. 6 o'clock, it's the Booster. And then 930, we got the pregame show from Vancouver, Ray. Panthers and a Canucks. Not Canucks, Canucks, 10 o'clock tonight. Canuck rhymes with schmuck. Here's a lady in, uh, what is it, Loxahatchee. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? Okay. I just wanted to call in uh, the guy who called about the book Lost Rights. Yes. He's not going to find it anywhere because we've searched all through uh, Broward and Palm Beach County. Oh, I bought it here. I bought it with... because of you. Oh, I see. Uh, but I was able to get it through Amazon.com. Right. And I also got a farewell to God, and it came in within three days. From Amazon.com. Yes. Two excellent books, by the way. Yes, they are very exactly. good. Uh, will you be clutching your passport in one hand while reading the uh, one of those books in the other hand? <laughs> exactly. And I uh, love you, Shell. I've been listening for three years, and we've had to order all of your CDs from your uh, website, and right. I'm finally going to get to hear the bridge tender when they come. I've all been right. listening for three years, and I haven't been able to catch it yet. Well, we're trying to get rid of him. I uh, know. Well, nice talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Amazon.com. There you go. Excellent choice. We have an open line in uh, Dade 1 and Broward, 5670560 pounds. I mean, this is not a difficult question. 
This is not a tough question. There has got to be somebody, just one. I would be so ecstatic. I would have, I would have all kinds of quivers in my testicles if there was just one person out there who would really respond to the thing I brought up today this morning. Ron Francis gets a hero's welcome in Pittsburgh last night before the game. They have a ceremony. They make a formal announcement, a standing ovation. We love you. They, they showed some clips. Mike Lang calling some great moments. Ron uh, Francis in a penguin uniform up on the big screen there. They make a big deal about it. Here, guy comes back after five years as the hero. Now he's a bum. Boo, we hate you. God, hope you die and get a big hemorrhoid. There's got to be somebody out there who can explain to me the mentality this kind of idiotic, ungrateful, obnoxious, disgusting, disgraceful, despicable, unacceptable, totally subhuman slimeball behavior. Got to be one. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Okay. I'm addressing your uh, Van Bees book thing. Really? I have to. I was there at the fourth Panther game where the Miami fans finally showed a little class, applauded the Panthers, even though they got swept, kicked around. Uh, and then. Oh, finally, you're talking in the playoffs. Yeah, the yeah, Avalanche game, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Avalanche game. But we, everybody stayed and applauded. I was in utter shock. They applauded shock. both teams, that's right. And they stuck I, us. I was in utter shock. Yes. Well, and now I'm an Islander fan. Because yeah. the Bees are bodice there. Everybody loved them. So let's address another point. Management cut them. Manager did cut him loose, unfortunately, and then they make us turn against him, or they make the narrow-minded people in Miami well, that don't realize. Mean they made us turn well, against. Well, what does that mean? So, in other words, the, the people you're saying that the people here are that weak and that stupid. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Neil. I'm saying that people don't realize everything comes down to it. Just like the Heat players, just like the people, they're saying, "Oh, uh, Lonzo Mourning's making 100 million. Well, if Lonzo's making 100 million, what's Mickey making?" What's Mickey making? That, that's not relevant. You don't. You don't. You, what Mickey is making has got nothing to do with how much it costs you to go to see a ball game. Absolutely. But if we're going to pay it, we're going to be the suckers to pay it, and then pay it and shut up. But yeah. you know what? Let's not. Let's not. Let's not kill the only the one of the greatest memories in, in, in Florida sports history, which was that that for me. But all, they've already killed it. Well, you know, but that's 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 just the fact that they're idiots. It's ridiculous. It's 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 preposterous. And the Beavers a great goalie. He was a class act. Great game last night. Shot out five nothing over the Islanders. Third shot out of the year of the year for him. Thirty second of his career. He's playing hot as a pistol. His team has gone twelve games without a loss. They're zooming on by everybody. But he's a bad guy. I think they've been listening to goddamn Rimmer too much. Yeah, you, you heard uh, Rimmer talking about all those performances of the Beavers in the playoffs. They stunk. Yeah, right. Open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Coral Springs, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I want to talk about the Sun Sentinel, but first I've got to tell you, after spending uh, many years in other parts of the country working radio and hearing about your show for all those years, it's great, so I can say. Uh, the Sun Sentinel, <laughs> in terms of their writers, well, you'll love when people suck up to you, right? No, I'm talking about the Sun Sentinel. That's my editorial. Oh, okay. Well, oh, the show is great. I know that. I'm, it. Yeah, it is. I'm reading uh, an ad in last Sunday's paper called Announcement, the Chapultepec Essay Contest. This is an ad sponsored by the Sun Sentinel for an essay contest to journalists. Eleven grammatical and spelling errors. All right. Just unbelievable. You yeah. tell these people, all they think can tell well, we, we have a deadline. That's no excuse. Get a proofreader. Get somebody mm -hmm. who can write English. Mm-hmm which will be the topic of my answer. Please, you got to understand, we don't have a real newspaper in this town. We have two Bush League newspapers in a Bush League town. That's what we have. I lived in Vegas anybody for three years. Anybody who denies that is uh, deluding themselves. Have you read the uh, the Las Vegas Review-Journal? Yes. How's that? I, Garbage, uh, right? Huh? 
That's garbage also. It's not, well, Las Vegas is not a major metropolitan area. It's only, it's only mushroomed up to a million people permanent population in the last couple of years. Outside uh, of the L.A. Times and the New York Times, maybe the Washington Post, I don't know if there's any good newspapers left. Philadelphia Inquirer? Excuse me? Philadelphia Inquirer? Good paper. Detroit Free Press? Don't read that all Toronto time. Sun, best paper in North America? Which one? Toronto Sun. I'll have to get that. You can sit and spend three hours reading the Toronto Sun, or if you just want to read the sports section, an hour and a half. Every day of your life. Can I ask you a question on another topic? Yes, sir. Quickly, uh, I know you spent some years at other talk stations. Did you find that you got more intelligent callers on a real talk station as, as opposed to a sports station? No. Even though I love sports? No. No. Okay. Have a great Seriously. day. Have you? Have Thanks. a great day. Bye-bye. No, because it's in the same market. I mean, you know, I moved the whole audience over here. Nice going there, Neil, by the way. See, when uh, Jicka wrote that column about Ranieri the other day, even though we like Mike, he's okay, never stole a freight train. But uh, in, in order to really um, be meaningful in the business, you have to be able to move. If you're going to move from one station to another, you have to be able to move an audience. Did he move his audience over to uh, Waxy? No. no. Oh, by the way, Waxy's going to be broadcasting Matador games, 10 of them, starting January 15. Any interest? No. I just thought I'd mention that. I'm surprised we didn't get him. <coughs> Maybe that's what Greg Reed came down before to tell us, that we were going to do the Matador games. We have an open line at Broward, 56705. Of course, uh, he didn't stick around the extra 30 seconds. He had a real perplexed look on his face, too, didn't he? He had kind of like that. He was scratching his... Uh, I thought the hole was up here. It's moving. Oh, that hole. Here's uh, Opalaka. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? Okay, sir. Um, uh, quick spy report from uh, Monday. You were talking about uh, Rick and Sutch and uh, how they virtually had to beg they get their job back. Yes. Well, um, I, I get up at uh, 3.30 on Tuesday morning, so I heard their entire show. And the uh, first thing uh, Rick Riley's puss was about uh, what you were saying, and he actually admitted that he listened to your show on the way home. Yeah. And um, he was curious as to how you knew um, all that going on. Well, that's, had... for, that's us to know and him to guess. Huh? That's for us to know and him to guess. <laughs> we have our sources. Yeah, but uh, he, he did mention it, and um, but naturally it was uh, the first thing out of his mouth at 6 o'clock when they're and their signal is uh, next to nothing, and mm -hmm. nobody's listening anyway. Yeah, well, maybe maybe somebody ought to tell him that uh, we might listen if he stopped talking about the stock market. <laughs> you can't tell him anything. I'm, I didn't listen this morning. I will not be listening again. Yeah, yeah. Not interested in hearing Rick Riley pontificate about the uh, show his expertise about the stock market. Well, uh, really, I, I don't care about the stock market. And neither does anybody else who listens to that show. That's right. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I, I just can't. I find myself to turn to tune into Rick and Sutch in the morning for some reason. It's just uh, kind of <laughs> it's weird. I mean, I, I, I love the guys, you yeah. know. But I, I, I and just, we wish them all the luck in the world, but uh, better somebody else than us. Okay, okay have yeah. a great day, pal. Um, uh, one, one other thing? Yes. Um, something that I thought you would have by now, but apparently uh, you didn't have Booker Brian working on. Uh, goodbye, Don Smiley. How about that? Okay. All right, take okay. it easy. Okay, we have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQAM. We love this radio station, man. We love it. No. Yes, we do. Come on. Paychecks have cleared so far. Took a little while to get George's bonus, but uh, did, did, did that check clear? No. Well, he's hanging on to it just to make sure. Give it a little time to breathe, you know. Holy cow, Aaron's coming. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. <laughs> I like the fart in his face. That smarmy dink what gives him the right. Oh! I think his wife bought a bite it off tonight. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. What a disgrace to the human race. Oh, Rick, you're a schmuck. Hangover sucks. 
that wheel of meat should also include Rick Riley's butt. Oh, 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 Rick Riley stole my briefcase. Hey, stupid. I'd like a barge in his face. <laughs> Hell. Rick Riley, you're an asshole. But how's the market doing, baby? Twelve thirteen at five sixty WQM. That just—it's uh, just part of an ongoing. I could write a book just about him. Forget about Suds. Leave him alone. But just about Rick. Called hard ass. Anyway, so uh, you just had a courtesy flush. Let's hear it for George. Oh! First time in his life he ever he walked out of the toilet to take a leak, and whoever was in there doing a more serious business uh, flushed the toilet there. The kind of uh, flush away that, of course, I don't know if that works real well, does it? I don't think that. Uh, well, like that on the plane, huh? Better than not. At least the uh, the gesture was nice. The gesture it. was nice. Of course, the aroma might still be lingering from whatever was uh, in there only moments ago, but nevertheless, at least the effort was there. Thank you, on behalf of George. Maybe uh, maybe Adam should have done a little extra courtesy flush on the way out of there this morning. Boy, no wonder he looked so uh, pale. And sales department's under a lot of pressure, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Great show. Gets me through the day. Uh huh. Can I answer your question? Um, first of all, um, doesn't anybody use air freshener in your joint? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Maybe. To answer your question that you've been waiting for. Oh, it'll be good when the other crowd gets over here from the Sheridan Street building, because I know certain people are going to be bringing their own cans of Lysol, so that'll be good. I'm sure. Um, long story short, people suck now. Uh, there's no, like the general, you had a caller earlier that mentioned something about manners. There, there's no more values anymore. Well, what, what does that mean? Nobody cares. Why, why is that here? Why is it that well, I don't encounter that any place else that I go? Why is it here? Well, it's just more down here than it is anywhere else. Why? I couldn't tell you. There's too much ignorance. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, at anyway, uh, great show. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560. Pound. They don't have the answer. Maybe that's why. What's wrong with me? Am I some kind of a moron? No. Am I some kind of a jackass? Uh-huh. But that doesn't necessarily make me a moron. Am I some kind of a dummy? Yeah, yeah I am. You're right. I just keep beating myself in the head with it. I just keep picking up that goddamn uh, pin roller, that uh, pin uh, thing, pin cushion, and sticking it over and over and over again, just beating myself on the head with the same goddamn baseball bat. I mean, how do I expect the people that are so dumb to behave the way that they're doing to call me and explain it away when I'm sure that they don't even realize they would, they're in denial anyway? I'm the one that's the odd man out. I'm the one that's sitting there trying to watch a game. I'm the one that appreciates when somebody puts out a good effort and I'm paying bucks to subsidize it or whatever, which I was, by the way, most of those years. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'd like to answer your question also about the difference between the reaction Ron Francis got in Pittsburgh and what we would have down here in Florida. Well, in Miami, I'm from Pittsburgh, and I can honestly say you got a lot of hardworking, down-to-earth, appreciative, and you just use that word yourself. They appreciate somebody who goes out every night, puts a lot of work into practice, gives it a 110% effort to uh, accomplish a team effort and give the fans what they want. Yeah. Down here, everybody expects it. They think they should have it. They don't know what it's like to work hard for it. They, they demand it instead of going out and earning. But they don't recognize that type of effort and work that goes into being a player, a goalie, a, you know, an accomplished profession. That's my take on it. Okay. What do you think? I think have a great weekend. We have an open line in Broward, and Dade, wherever the hell it is, somewhere on this goddamn uh, phone board of ours, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. This beef jerky is very good, by the way. I'm sure it's not good for you, though. Huh? Eating a lot of this, is it good for you? Probably not. A lot of nitrates. And oh, it's like got that. a lot of preservatives, and it's very expensive, by the way. 
That is what, five bucks for Five that? bucks a little bag in Walgreens for this um, Bridgeford natural-style beef jerky, solid slices of smoked beef. Maybe that's why I'm acting so jerky today, huh? Am I acting more jerky than usual today? No. I didn't think so. Got very little carbohydrates, but let's see what the ingredients are. Beef. Uh, Jesus Christ. Have you read the ingredients on this? No. Beef, water. So far, so good. Brown sugar, white sugar, salt, flavoring, MSG, sodium oh, erythrobate. What? MSG. Mm. And sodium nitrite, just to cap it off. If you didn't get cancer from the first couple of ingredients there, a little sodium nitrite preservative there just to make sure at the end. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to eat that crap. Five bucks a bag for a bag of, uh, of chemicals, meat soaked in chemicals. Nice going there, Walgreens. Oh! No, don't blame them. They didn't make it. They're just uh, making money off it from suckers like us. Yeah, I walked in this morning. George had also, we must be on the same wavelength. He bought a, a bag of that crap last night. I went to Walgreens bought a bag of that. Uh, oh, God. Those Slim Jims, which are even worse, I'm pretty sure. They are? I do like them, but at least they taste good. Oh, I yeah. do like Slim Jims. This, this stuff, this stuff is just, uh, you know, something in your, some meat in your mouth. We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Coconut Creek. Hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. You'd be better off eating these same, same as cookies than that. You're stuff right. You're, you're absolutely right. At least they taste good anyway. That's a very good point. I have a theory on what you were talking about, the treatment of the bees or at all. Yes. Uh, down here. I liken it. I'm originally from New York. I've been out of there 26 years, but I call it the New York factor. It's a lot of people down here from New York, and they only remember the short term. They don't. They don't. What do you do for me today? Well, wait a minute. How about? But, but the point is, how about when Messier came back to New York and he's playing for Vancouver now, and they gave him a standing ovation and a big ceremony and uh, a very emotional thing, and he scored a goal, and they uh, gave him a big uh, cheer for that. Well, those people understand hockey. Oh. Okay, I'm talking just in general. People from New York don't appreciate anything. They don't appreciate. You know, it's like, what have you done for me today? But this is and a hockey. But, down but, here. but it's exactly the same thing. This is a guy who not only used to play here, but also played in New York for the Rangers. Used to play here, and he was everybody's hero, including the New Yorkers and the non-New Yorkers when he was here. And he comes back, and instead of getting a Messier-like uh, reception or a Ron Francis-like reception, a very at least half, I'd say 60 percent, give him a, a gigantic chorus of boos and obscenities, and are screaming and puking and carrying on. Because they really, like I think, because they really don't understand the game. In addition to being obnoxious New Yorkers. I, I, but you, you're, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. Have a great day, sir. Have a great life. This keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. It's a New York. It's not a New York thing. If it was a New York thing, they wouldn't be doing a, the Messier thing up there and all the other stuff. It, it just makes no sense. We got plenty of obnoxious New Yorkers that came down here, but don't blame them for everything, okay? Open line at Dade five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Howdy. Tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. I thought I'd get the, the you know, happy birthday. Well, you will, but I'm stalling for Christ's sake. It takes about two seconds, man. Just relax. Well, I'm 30. Just slack off a little bit, will you? 30, and I'm trying to. Here's another one for you, like Bernie Getz would say. I just got How my about birthday. More? I just got a birthday present from the Miami Beach police. Yeah. Just gave me a ticket. Congratulations. And probably no extra charge. Yeah, right? You know, he told, I, I started at a sandwich shop, and he, I was there for like a minute. Yeah. And he just pulled up behind me. Well, he was writing you, already. I guess if you want to make it to 31, you won't be doing that again. And I said to him, I said, I said hey, I said, I'm, I'm taking it to go, you know? I've been here two seconds. Well, you could take this to go. You know what I did? Yeah. I ate it there. <laughs> anyway, thank God for Larry Flint. I hope he's doing a good job. 
paying the billions and zillions to make fun of everybody else. Okay, have a great day. Pot up this. Uh, do we? There's the pot working today. CNN, real quick. Pot it up and see if it's. Uh... You're not even on the right channel. He's watching some uh, Sunset Beach. Movie. Forget about Sunset Beach. Weren't doing it just to be pejorative. Joe Biden. Look, we we'll we'll look at it at the time. And those who didn't want it, we so weren't looked at as those who were trying to somehow protect that. the president. And we Jeff, all looked at it in terms of the institution. I think. And Jeff, I just heard what you said. Yes, there is uh, of every possibility that partisanship can uh, raise its ugly head again. There's a possibility there could be acrimony and difficulties. But we got off on the right foot. And they got, got off. I thought that's what started this whole thing. Somebody got off. Huh? Squirt, squirt. squirt. People yeah. appreciate that, and that will encourage us to continue. And abide John McCain and Joe Biden standing out there freezing the ranches off with their very expensive overcoats and smocks. Okay, kill it. Yeah, they're going to be. They agreed to do something. What we don't know, but who knows? They just haven't killed each other yet. They came out of that meeting and they said, "Okay, we'll proceed." We have an open line in day five. So, I mean, you know, the rest of the country, they're not even watching it. They don't want to know from it. They've had enough of it. They're assuming that it's going to go away and that uh, they've already made their voices heard. And and the Farbissina, the Tom DeLays, and these right-wing lunatics, that BDI little bastard from Florida, all these maniacs, they just keep pressing and pressing and pressing on like, uh, hey, we're relentless. And, you know, you know, we don't stop a lynching in the middle, man. Nobody ever, a lynch mob never stopped doing it in the middle. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of you bad-mouthing Florida fans on 560. Yeah? This is our only sports network in the whole state. On 560. How about if I do it on 570? How's that? Yeah, you're showing Yeah, blow it out your ass, okay? Moron. This, this, is, this is a network? Yeah, on our network, yeah. Two open lines, and now this is the Sports Nerd Network. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one. On Florida fans, that's an oxymoron, sir. In your case, without the oxy. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, it's about time you get off your high horse with this hockey stuff, okay? Listen, I grew up in Florida. I don't know that much about hockey, so do I have to be some kind of hockey impresario? Let me ask you this. How about Dan Marino? How about that? Okay, I like I like football and baseball, but I don't expect everybody sitting around me to know everything there is to no, know no, about sir, the game. No, no, sir. Let me say it again. How about Dan Marino? How come they're always ripping and bad mouthing him and don't appreciate what he's done here? It's not just hockey. It's not just football. It's not just sports. The fact is that the people here, no matter what it is, they got no appreciation for anything. We've only had hockey down here for the past few years. Does Dan Marino play? Does Dan, Dan Marino play hockey? Hockey. Does Dan Marino play hockey, sir? I'm talking. Yeah, about blow it out your ass. Can't even have a conversation because yeah, I, 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 that's all he knows. Right. Open line in Broward five six seven oh five sixty. And the fact is, no, you don't have to be an expert. But the only way you're going to learn anything about it is when you go there, watch what's going on, and don't sit there in front of everybody's face making a fool out of yourself. That would help. And if not, stay home at TV and get stay home watch it on TV and get drunk. We'd appreciate that very much. Here's sunrise. Hello. Yes, sir. Okay. I can't um, speak for Dan Marino's situation, but I could tell you the whole thing about Van Beesbrook. Yes. And you've said it a million... This is the easiest question you've ever asked. So where's the answer? It's only two and a half hours later. I'm waiting for an answer. The answer is that the organization knows how stupid the fans are, and they've planted those articles in the paper. Yeah. Well, that, that part guy. of it is true, yes. I hate this guy. Yeah. They had a whole summer to plant hatred in that paper. And these people are so stupid that they eat up that crap in the paper. 
And when they went out to see him, when he came in finally with the Flyers, it was time to boo his ass off. So in other words, they ate up the crap. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Well, maybe they like crap. That could um, be it. Hey, the 49 is wow. Okay. <laughs> That's what Steve Young says. We have an open line at Broward, 567-0560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. He says it with a smile on his push, by the way. 1225 at QM. Of course, you know what he is, don't you? He's a uh, Mormon. It's Friday, you bastard. It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. All right. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my breath. Yeah. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It right. puts the lotion... In the basket. I said, Doctor. I switch my BB in my legs. I say, Doctor. I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy. the lamb's quiet today. I said, Mommy. I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. I'm so grossed out by looking at the ingredients on that beef jerky that I feel uh, a little jerky myself. can't believe it. Just absolute pure, unadulterated garbage in that stuff. 1230 at 560 WQM, but thank God you guys aren't eating out there. How about, like I said, a nice banana split sounds good. Open line of day two in Broward County. You know the number, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Shores. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. This, this is what I think about the fans down here. It's It's... A combination of things. Number one, the fans down here, since there were no major sports uh, other than do the Dolphins for many, many years, and even before that there was nothing, a lot of the fans down here, they've looked at other fans from other cities in an effort to become a real fan. They've taken, like, the worst trace of those fans. No, they, did a, they did a study on it. Well, this guy talked about New York fans. There's a lot of, a lot of people from New York obnoxious. I'm yes. from New York, but... A lot of good fans, knowledgeable fans up there. And the point is... Which the Ranger fans, by the way, are some of the best. They pack that place every game. They know the sport. They appreciate a great performance. They're great fans. Right. I mean, the Giant fans are good fans. Jeff fans are animals. But the point yeah. is this. And the Islander fans don't right. exist. Yeah. The point is they, they, they've taken, in an effort to become part of this frenzy and become fans and get into sports, they've taken the wrong aspects of, the, uh, of these fans. And instead of studying, like you said, learning a little bit about the sport, not, you know, not a thesis, but just, you know... Reading the newspaper, maybe watching the game instead of talking on the cell phone. Well, reading a newspaper here, they'll never learn anything well, about it. That here. That's part of the problem. But uh, they, they've taken the worst aspects of these fans: the obnoxiousness, the uh, Ill, no knowledge. Uh, I hear today, you know, people talking about the Dolphins uh, are going to win. Uh, they're going to kill. They're going to kill Denver. I mean, they're going up to a place that's going to be 32 degrees. Yeah, they got a they got a real uh, tough. They have, they're they're trying mean, to make a chance. And, to and then there are also people saying that they have no chance at all. If that's the case, why play the game? They beat them two weeks ago, even though it's going to be up there and much stuff. Right. But nevertheless, uh, who the hell knows? You know. I, I always love tuning into sports shows and hearing these people calling in, telling us adamantly they know the outcome of the game. You know, that's right. Great. 
if they knew that, they would put money on the game, and they wouldn't, you know, they'd be like right. FIFA, winning all that big money. Instead well, of calling the talk shows, they'd be right. calling their bookie. You got it. So, uh, you know, the point is, I'm just saying that there's, just, there's been no real sport. I used to go to the Heat games years ago. Up there, it's a song, <laughs> Glitter. Yeah. That's it. I used to go to the Heat games, and I just got disgusted going with the games because mm -hmm. people were on the cell phones. They were, you know, talking, the cheek-to-cheek -cheek kisses. Yeah. They didn't care about the game. Same yeah. thing probably happens with the hockey. Right, it is now. See, we didn't. We had very little of that in the Miami arena, but now right. with this more plastic crowd that we've got in the, Mac, the National Car Rectal Center, and we got this real, real super plastic crowd. Now that's uh, most of what we got. It's like an L.A. crowd, you know. Right. That, that's cannon right. and you're waving Show up late, up. leave early, right. spend a lot of time on a cell phone, go in a hallway and smooth, stand up in front of everybody, make an ass out of yourself and go home. Right. Yeah. So you're not, you know, you're not wrong, but it, 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 it's very but it's, frustrating. But it's disheartening. It is disheartening. And, you know, that, that's why, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I love that song. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. it's Pavlov's dog, you know. Well, let's here, get up here's here. my guts out that song. Well, you know, in, in closing, I, I get hemorrhoids hearing it. Right. In closing, you know, you've been a fan of the least for years. You're on it. The Leafs are great. You say they're great when they're lousy. They're lousy. Right. And if you and if you hear those type of people when they call up, if they're honest and they say, "Look, the Dolphins are not going to be as good this year." No, but, but, don't but don't you understand? It's like you know, my penis is bigger than yours. Right. It's, it's like a it's like a high school mentality. And so, so many of the so-called sports fans that are, oh, you know, the Jets suck, the Dolphins right. are great, or the other way around, whatever it is, as opposed to being able to objectively discuss it intelligently. If you got a mediocre team like the Panthers this year, I said right, right in the beginning, they're a very mediocre team. It's unlikely they'll make the playoffs, and here we are 36 or 7 games later, they're a very mediocre team, it's highly unlikely they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, it doesn't mean you're not a fan, but at least be honest about right. it. Exactly. You're an informed fan, you're honest, and you, and you still enjoy going to the game, right. but you, you're going there with an you're open hope, mind. Hope yeah. for the best, that's right. all. That's all you can do. Look, right. Have a great weekend. And back to you. Yeah, well, there's finally, thank God, two hours and 30 minutes, and we finally got a call, even from a New Yorker, no less, that made some sense. Oh! Bless you, sir. There's a guy that made some sense. That has some some kind of clue what I'm talking about. Everything that goes on down here at Transit, it's this it's from the same root, the same uh, garbage. You can't complain about the politics down here because there aren't any. All you got is a handful of old Julios that have taken over the whole goddamn town in Dade, and they run the goddamn show. And everybody else is in La La Land, and they're busy, uh, you know, trying to sell their house as fast as possible. And then they move to Broward, and they discover, uh oh, we got a little problem here too. <laughs> and they go to the sawgrass. Uh oh, the sawgrass. Who the hell are these people, huh? And then they go up to Boca, and they go, boy. Here's uh, where are we going to a uh, mobile in Hialeah. Hello. So you know, today, today, all these morons from New York call and tell us about how great everything is up there and how everything sucks down here, huh? That's not what they it's said. It's poison, Neil. It's poison. What? Okay, how can people listen to this crap? Meaning what? Your show. I'll, I'll, well, I'll, that, well, let me ask you. What I are mean, you? Come on. What are you listening to? I, 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 I can't stand it. What are you I listening to? I, I, I'm listening to jazz. Listen. Yeah, okay. He, this guy's a psychic. He's listening to jazz, but he knows what we're talking about. Excellent, sir. Oh. What time does your show come on? Here's a psychic for you. He's not listening, but he, he can tell you every call, what every one of them said, but he's not listening. And just while I'm talking, he punched the button there. Oh, listen, I'm listening to jazz. So if you're listening to jazz, what are you calling here for, okay? Professional malcontent? Had one New York guy that called in and made a couple of good points there, and right away this guy's pissed off because everything in New York must suck. I got news for him. If everything in New York was so bad, there wouldn't be 12 million people living there, okay? Jackass. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Give that guy's number out over the air, too, like he, like the Julio yesterday. Yeah. Get, that, get everybody calling him. No, we're going to give it to the people in New York. They'll put it on the air on the subway. Yeah, 
the guy from New York before made a couple of good points. He made a lot of good yes, points. Yes, he did. The other take I have on it, and I don't know how valid you think this is, I find that the, the suburban arenas yeah. in general are lacking. Like even the New York area, like the National Mausoleum, right. and, uh, Brendan Byrne. Oh, yeah, that, I'm telling you, the Devils got maybe the best team. I like them in Dallas. They have the two best teams in the league, and the Devils don't draw flies. You can go bowling in there. Oh, my company used to have tickets, and it, it's really quiet. And but I, but I mean, even now, even this year, with the great year they're having, you can go bowling in that arena when the Devils are playing a home game because uh, forget it. In fact, the, the only game I saw that it was packed, they were playing the Rangers a couple nights ago, and the place was packed because half the fans were Ranger fans. When you have the, I think the uh, the downtown or, or city arenas, for some reason, I don't know whether it's because it's less families and more people coming straight from work and maybe getting a little jazzed up before the game, stop at a bar. I, I don't know what it is, but it seems the city the city arenas hold a lot more electricity and enthusiasm. Yeah. So I'm going to go tonight and go see some real hockey at the Miami Arena, take my kid to the Miami Matadors. There you go. Know. Okay, pal. Have a great time. Take care. Okay. He'll have a great time because there'll be a lot of room. And if somebody, uh, you know, starts messing around funny, you go to another section. You got your own section, which is unfortunate. But I could have told, I did tell him that in the beginning that I wish them a lot of luck. But uh, you know, it's Miami. Where are we going? Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. You know, I have to agree with you. Uh, the way the fans treated Van Beesbrook was a disgrace. It was a community disgrace. Nobody really wrote anything about it. Nobody on this sports station said anything about it. I'm the only one that talks about it. And now after seeing the Ron Francis ceremony, see, and I'll tell you another part of it. I don't want to let people off the hook, but part of it is the organization not, uh, how, how could, like in Pittsburgh last night. Well, look how ugly well, they wait, No, wait, wait a minute. The organization in Pittsburgh, the Penguin, with all their financial problems and all the other things they got on their mind, they still had the common sense and the decency to organize a little ceremony before the game and to get the PA guy on there and to and to show something nice for Ron Francis, like here's some highlights, we appreciate it. Now, if they would have done the same thing here before the game, you know what I'm saying? And brought the Beezer over, and here's uh, you know, Scott Mellonby comes over. and uh, nice. It would have been a nice thing, and then you'd have had a standing ovation. In, and then they would have orchestrated, even if it was phony, a real nice warm thing, which would have been a hell of a lot more pleasant. But this organization is a bunch of hard asses. Well, let me ask you this. Don't you think a lot of it has to do with the loyalty now? There is no loyalty to any teams or anything like that. I mean, you know, you're, you're there a couple of years, you're gone. So yeah. I think, you know, like I said, if, if there was some kind of a, a base for it, like, you know, like Ron Francis, he's in Pittsburgh for some years, yeah. and the team has been around for a while. Here, these people, you don't know. It, 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 it's... it's it just said that, but, you know, but if you could have gone to all those games the first five years, every time the guy makes a good save, a great save, a decent, Beza, Beza, oh, these people were obsessed with him. They lived, they ate, they breathed, they even right out of their rectum, man. I mean, everything in their body, they, they, well, every pore of their body was obsessed with him. And the first time he comes back here, uh, a whole bunch of them are booing and acting like jackasses. And, well, those are the people that are all getting drunk before the game anyway. But they, and they'll still wear his jersey to the game. Yeah, that's right. You know, so because well, they don't know who uh, had the number. Okay, have a great day. What am I getting all bent out of shape about? The same, keep restating the obvious over and over again. I'm going to turn on jazz. I'm going to turn on uh, TMI, hear some classical music. Because Scott uh, Schwartz told me that's the best station in town. He told me beyond a shadow of a doubt. Now, the GM over there. He's an asshole. That's what Scott said. But other than that, he said that place is the best goddamn radio station that money can't buy at WTMI. See, it even rhymes. He said there are a bunch of scumbags over there, a bunch of pseudo-intellectuals who pretend they like Beethoven and Brahms and Bach. He said they wouldn't know Bach from Brock's candies is what he said. But at any rate, isn't that what he said? I think that's what he said. Uh -huh. He said that GM over there, the one that uh, screwed him over. He's an asshole. Is what he said. 
Then Greg Reed came down here an hour and a half ago. It must have been something desperately important because I was going to go right to the commercial break. Did he ever come back? No. With that uh, real sour look. And had that disheveled look again today, huh? Must have been in some more intensive meetings today about some, uh, getting the matadors. Maybe we lost out to the matadors on Waxy. Huh? Maybe that's why he looked all depressed about. They don't, have, they don't have enough sports franchises in the universe to make that man happy. That's how sports intensive he is. He wants sports on this station 25 hours a day, eight days a week. Hey, yo, this is Gino, and you may not believe it, but just a short time ago, I was shy and introverted. But that was before I got the Joe Pesci, what are you, some kind of pussy? Self-improvement tape. I mean, I used to let people push me around, but now I'm in control of every situation. Like just yesterday, I was online at the bank, you know? In the past, I would have just patiently waited for the manager to put on extra talent, but now I excite myself. Hey, I'm not getting any younger waiting here, you know what I mean? Let's get a little f***ing service. It would be appreciated. Bada bing, bada boom, I'm in the front of the commercial teller line. I always wanted to be in the music business, you know what I'm saying? By using the techniques taught in the Joe Pesci, what are you, some kind of pussy tapes, I am now the director of the New York f***ing Philharmonic, for crying out loud. So I gave a copy to my honey Angie. Tell the people, Angie. Yeah, before I started with the Pesci self-improvement course, I was never saying anything to the lady in front of me, cashing a check in the express line. Now it's totally different. Yeah, she really gave this bimbo a thing or two, you know what I mean? Hey, can't you see I'm talking here? Hey, yeah, but I, I was... I was uh, telling a story. Kind of funny, yeah, I think I'm funny or something. I to order, what are you, it? some kind of pussy? Exactly. Call 1-800-222-HOOD. That's 1-800-222-HOOD. And have your f***ing credit card ready. I mean it. Are you laughing at me? Is that what I'm here to do? 1245. So anyway, somebody faxes me. Some uh, They always know better than I do, okay? They're always real smart. They fax me the uh, label from the Tyson beef strips that I've been raving about that I'm eating like crazy. And it says, good, but is this any better? And shows the label with only one gram of carb per uh, serving. And I'm reading the ingredients, which I've already read the ingredients, by the way. Is there any MSG in it? No. No. Is there any uh, brown sugar? No. I mean, there's a little bit of uh, way down the list, high fructose corn syrup. But if there was a lot of it, there would certainly be a lot more than sugar is one gram, which is almost nothing. One gram of carb. Is there any sodium nitrite? No. I mean, the list of ingredients on here is a thousand times better than those goddamn herky-jerky beef jerky strips that I've... So you see, Ron Popeil's got a point. Get one of those goddamn hydrators and make your own goddamn jerky, all right? In fact, if uh, you know you really want to make them flavorful, make your own jerky sauce. And then if you have any left over, you can stick it on that flan and make it nice and slippery. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. I just wanted you to know there is another fan out here in Miami. I follow the Dolphins and the Panthers and the Heat and the Marlins. Uh-huh. Me and my three friends, we're faithful. We stay till the end. We uh-huh. cheer the team. Not, We don't boo. And I agree with everything you're saying about the fans down here. They sometimes make me want to cry. Exactly. It's very sad. Okay. I'm from Pennsylvania originally, and up there they know how to be fans. They know how to boo in Philly. No, not Philly. I used to follow the semi-pro Hershey Bears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that goes what back. What do you mean semi-pro? Well, they're... The minor league. Minor league. The American Hockey League, American, Hershey Bears. Right. But, I mean, back then, you know, people here, no matter what, you were... Back then, people were people. People were people. Fans were fans. Right. Okay, have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
What'd she say? We have an open line today at 5670560. She said those Tyson strips are pretty goddamn good, and don't be sending me no uh, subversive faxes here trying to give me a song to dance about. And then George is telling me during the break how much he likes MSG. A lot. Well, then get yourself a, bo- a, a container of that accent, because that's all it is, is pure MSG. I'll eat it by the spoonful. Now, I bet you will. And they'll be dragging your uh, spick ass right off the floor. I'll tell you that right now. He probably, he probably even pours accent on his... Uh, uh, la cucarachoritos or whatever those things are. What are they? <laughs> chicharrones. Yeah, la cucarachoritos, like That's I a, said. That sounds good. Yeah, chicharrones loaded with accent, which it's... is pure MSG. And believe me, you don't get MSG headaches because MSG is good for you. Although Rick Riley likes playing that song, MSG is good for you, and, you know, whatever that thing goes. Stick to the beer is good for you, Rick, and forget the stock market reports, okay, sweetheart? Uh, just a little friendly advice. I won't know if you're doing it because I won't be listening. Boy, you talk about turning somebody off like in a real hurry. I mean, just, I even listened to the worst team coming to work this morning. How do you like that? Boy! Wow. Forgot my CDs in the car, and I just wasn't in the mood for the sounds of silence for like the whole 40 minutes. So I listened to the, and it's quite interesting uh, this morning, until Gelly started talking. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Hey, uh, how's Fat Rich doing? I have no idea. I haven't heard another word. I'm you assuming know, he's I, okay. I, I, before I tell you why I mean, I called, Fat Frank? about a year ago I met him. And his, and his girlfriend or his wife, the girl with the, the lady with the blonde hair that's up to her ankles. And? And, oh, she just drove me nuts, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. She, but, you know, he told me, because uh, I was selling cars at the time, that... <clears throat> another it, fake story about Fat Rich, yeah. Yeah, that you're actually... The, the, uh, another fat, fake story about Fat Rich. We have an open line in uh, Dave. He, he's trying so hard to keep making it up. It, <clears throat> the nervous are clearing the throat while he's trying to come up with something. It would seem to me you would have made the story up before you called, okay? Would have been a lot better and you know, wasted a lot less time. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? This okay, comes sir. from Amsterdam. It's what? Not... It comes from Amsterdam. Uh, it from Amsterdam. Yes. How are you? Okay. Time to go back. It's sixty Celsius. People are sitting on the terrace drinking beers. Drinking what? Beer. They're having spilkes. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Uh, is, this the, left... is this the guy that's going to be sitting across from me on the plane? No, no, I well, live here. another one. Oh, okay. I live here, and uh, I just want to say I'm uh, from Holland for 16 years. I live here. I support the teams here. Why would you? Work. Why would you be from Holland and live here? Did they deport you or something? Uh, no, no. Uh, it's a great city to live. You got the sun, you got the beach, you got the women or men, whatever you like. I mean, they go once in a while back to Holland and have some fun in the on the Leidseplein, and you know it's a great place to be. You can make you know you can make good business here. Holland, everything your hands are tied. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, you imported a lot of drugs, is what you're trying to say. I know you don't I, want to say that on the air. I was the one who called and went to Colombia. I went there for a yeah, week. Yeah, right, exactly. Years. This is a guy who goes to Colombia, goes to Amsterdam, and sneaks a lot of drugs back in. He's making a good living. Nice going, what's, sir. What's wrong with that? Right. Anyway. It's uh, called I capitalism. It. That's right. Eh? I said to have a great weekend. We have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one. I said, as du bleeft, and I still don't know what it means. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, two reasons why Florida will never be a sports town. Yes, sir. Number one? Num- number one, uh, too many fake wannabe go there for a status symbol. Everybody wants to go to the game and show everybody, hey, I'm at a Panther game, I'm important, I'm somebody. Look at uh, me, I'm here. Well, maybe that's why they like that big screen up there. So, oh, look at me. You see, there I am. I'm here. That's exactly. me. Exactly. Right. Didn't you see me at the game? I was the one, you know, standing up in front of Neil with three kids. Right. That's, exactly. That's reason number one. Number two, there's too much going on in Florida. You, um, I love the sports down here, but when you talk about 
New York or Green Bay. It's cold up there. They got nothing to do during the winter. Yeah, time. New York, there's nothing going on in New York. Okay, excellent call. Thank you, sir. That's right. Never thought about that. Do you think about that, George? There's nothing going on in New York. We were bored out of our minds. Yeah, okay, we have an open line, and it's like, you know, in Vegas, that's why they, uh, you know, don't have all the big sports teams out there. They got a little minor league hockey team, but, they, you know, there's nothing going on out there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on a mobile one line. Oh, God, there is so much going on here, isn't there? No. Here's Davey. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, um, what's up, Neil? How you doing? You were talking about all the bad people in South Florida. Well, I got one selected group that you haven't brought up. How about those yeehaw rednecks from Davey? What yeah. can we do about them? I think we need to get a tall tree and a short piece of rope for their ass. Yeah, sure. How about that uh, shoestring that the guy had on 48 Hours last night? Hey, that that'll work. work. That'll that might work. work. Okay, go, go work on it. We have an open line in uh, day one in Broward, 567. That, that's called trying to, uh, you know, squeeze through on a shoestring. and didn't work out for that guy. Thank God that they got the goddamn shoelace, man, and they put this guy away for 20 to 40 years, whatever he got. Mass murder, they're going to let him out, you know, and uh, we got the cheerful parents. Oh, well, he never stole a freight train, and we're sure he's all reformed. And you could tell just by looking at this guy that uh, he was several bricks short and just waiting to come out and, uh, you know, butcher up a bunch of uh, people again. I, I, I didn't see the first 20 minutes, so I didn't see the part about uh, they were at Michigan State, the girls that he killed. Well, I think they should give him like 400. I mean, if they would have been Ann Arbor, then it would be a different story. But in East Lansing, I said we give him four to 600 years is what we do. Here's Boca. Hello. So, Neil, uh, you and Hag were right a couple of years ago when you said this is a Bush League town. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons... You mean like 23 years ago when I said it the first week that I well, was you, here? Yes. You guys have said it all along. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons that, uh, like, the Beezer was treated the way it was is that there's a, a major league town has, like, sports... I'm sorry I have a cold. It's okay. Uh, major league town has good sports writers, and they talk about the sport. And here they... Are trying to create like rivalries, and they contrived the rivalry. Yeah, exactly. And they, mm-hmm. so what they're doing is that when all those articles about the Beezer when he left, they didn't say, "Hey, this is a great guy and we owe him something." They said, "Oh, he was uh, his contract." Yeah, he was the one that stirred up all the trouble, and he was a bad guy, and that's why the team stunk. And of course, exactly. if that's why the team stunk, how come the team still stinks? And he's not here anymore. That's what everybody ought to be asking. Well, the, the people that uh, with uh, with minds ask that, but the people that read the article say, "Oh, the Beezer sucks." And, uh, so they boom, yeah, they that's boom. why he shut out the Islanders last night again. That's why uh, his team is 12 games in a row. Uh, he, he's also, uh, as of last night, he's 12 undefeated games in his last 12, which is the first time in his whole career he's right. been that. He's been that. Mm-hmm. But another thing I've I mentioned like, in Philadelphia, which uh, I know you've been there, but it's not your favorite place. Pete that's Rose, okay. It's your beats here. When Pete Rose, uh, they, they do have good sports writers, and they're, they're brutal, but they're good. Right. When Pete Rose uh, was with Cincinnati, they used to boo him when he came to Philly. Then he got traded, or, or he, he was a free agent for that million bucks. And after he displayed his all-out, whatever it was he did, um, after he left and came back again with Cincinnati, yeah, those people they they cheered him. They uh, this is what fans are about. Yeah. It's, it's a, you have you show your talent. You don't listen or like uh, the sports writers. You don't pay attention to what they're trying to contrive. It's a I think that's oh, when the you point, don't know anything. Yeah. I think I think that's the point. I think we got to the bottom of it is that we got people that don't know anything about it, and so they're very easily manipulated by people who have a, an agenda, who want to uh, you know try to make other people scapegoats for their own failures because it's a lot easier when somebody else is gone to blame them than to take the blame yourself and get your ass fired like the Murray boys and they'll be out of here. It'll be another year or two, hopefully just one, and they'll be out of here because they both suck. 
We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in the Gables. Hello. Mobile in the Gables. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Great show. Enjoying the show here. Uh, ask a question, Neil. How do you feel about that real quick? How do you feel about the NBA coming back now? I couldn't care less. Okay, we have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one. In fact, I'm, I, I do care. I'm very depressed that they're coming back because it was nice and peaceful without it. Everybody was uh, getting along. Everybody was having a great time. Life was a lot more pleasant, as a matter of fact. They took a survey, and 99% of America said life was much more livable without the NBA. So I think that's the answer to your question. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Your buddy from Section 128. I haven't been down to see you yet, but one of these nights I'll get down there. Um, one of the latest stories happened on New Year's Day at the uh, hurricane game at the, the Carolina Hurricane game. Um, I sit on the aisle, paid five grand apiece for season tickets. I got a guy and his girlfriend. They sit now, now wait a minute. The, you mean 128 in the new arena? Yeah. The guy that's got the small seats in the corner? Um, no, no, they're not, they're not that small. Oh, okay. I thought um, I thought maybe this was the guy that came and complained to me about every damn thing in the arena. Okay, go ahead. No, it wasn't me. It okay. wasn't me. Haven't been down there yet to see him. Um, this guy and his girlfriend are there. They're sitting in the middle of the aisle. She's she looked hung over, and she's sick. He comes to me and asks me to switch seats with him, so he could have my aisle seat, so she could go run into the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I told him? No. Okay, thanks for the good story. What did he say? Do you have any idea what he said? No. I don't either. And I think we're probably just uh, better off. We have an open line in Broward, all 500 and date are wide open waiting on you. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Have we gotten any insight in any of this today? No. Have we learned anything? No. Have we, like, shed any light on any of these pressing problems about the social uh, and economic difficulties in South Florida? No. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. 1257 at 560 WQAM. Hey. Buttheads, it's a one to two hour. Watch out, you idiots! Can you believe that jerk? Oh, gosh, Dan, Dan. You seem a little tense. Yeah, I've been snapping at people all day. Maybe it's my time of the month. Yeah, me too. You know, I've been cranky, retaining water, and look, wearing these white gloves. I know what you mean. Every 28 days, I get this insatiable craving to buy a banjo. And a corncob pipe? Yeah. Well, Dan, it looks like there's only one thing to do, sir. And was that there, Mr. Interlocutor? Oh, I wish I was in Dixie. Away, away. These two men are suffering from pre-menstrual syndrome. Beware the warning signs. If your husband ever comes home with a tambourine or a banjo pick and insists on calling you Mr. Bones, hide the shoe polish and call your family doctor immediately. So, uh, tell me that, Mr. Bones. Yes, sir, Mr. Interlocutor. Who was that woman I saw you with last night? Oh, that was no woman. That was Martina Nabataluba. <laughs> no, it's not very funny. And there is no cure. So, when it happens to the man in your life, try to understand. Pre-minstrel syndrome. Well, anyway, there's Tom Daschle and the Trent Lott there on CNN, and they're going to be starting the impeachment uh, session to start any moment now in the Senate. They're going to be starting their session, and they came to an agreement on uh, God only knows what. And I just listened for the last three minutes here to them describing Trent Lott as going like... <laughs> 
like this. And maybe there'll be witnesses, and maybe there won't be witnesses, and we're not precluding there's going to be witnesses, but there are necessarily going to be witnesses. And if there are witnesses, who are they going to be, and what are they going to say? And if it's too salacious, and did, uh, she stick the cigar in his, uh, is it in her, or whatever. And that's what they're hawking to China about, as opposed to saying, let's just sit down, let's vote. If we don't have 67 senators in favor of either one of the impeachment articles, let's just say goodbye, go home. If you want to do a censure thing on top of it, we'll do that next week or whatever, and then uh, get on with life already. They just can't do that because they all feel they're so important. Like goddamn Rehnquist there yesterday with her big robes on with it. By the way, you notice how they photographed it very carefully so we didn't see the little swastikas in the corners on each elbow? You notice that? Yeah, we only saw the golden uh, stuff there on the uh, the, the uh, golden ribbons or whatever the hell it was on the sleeves. Didn't see the swastikas on the shoulders. William Rehnquist, never met a Nazi he didn't like. Fascist son of a bitch. Okay, all three day lines are open. Five, six, seven. Oh, pump, 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 pump up uh, candy there for a second. She, somebody already did, by the way. Look at her. Witnesses, the timetables of the two plans, uh, how much uh, time they wanted to give each side, um, and the order of all of that um, are, in fact, uh, they were in great agreement. So all they had to worry about was the witnesses, and they decided to kind of put that off until later, until after they've heard some of this to see if the witnesses are necessary. Now, having said that, there is a general consensus, uh, in fact, that um, they all kind of know where they're going. And yeah, the hell on a handbag. About how they're going to get there, because they felt it would hurt the Senate. I think there was a very real sense uh, that they would look bad if they started this out on some kind of uh, partisan uh, step. So what, what they would look bad. Okay, kill it. Okay, that's all we need to hear. They're worried about whether they look bad. Not whether we do, uh, you know, what, what, what is obviously needs to be done, but they're concerned about whether they look bad. Because it continues to be all politics, nothing but politics, but the Senate generally less contentious and supposedly more goody-two-shoes than the House, uh, et cetera, and so on. So they want to continue giving that impression because they haven't got a Chinaman's uh, idea of what's going on there. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? Okay. I'm on my way back to New York, and I've been listening to your show, and by far you have a lame audience. Yes, you can say that again. They That's understand right. Great show with a lame audience. They don't understand anything. <laughs> they need an interpreter. You understand that. It's for oh, Everybody I hear needs you. an interpreter. Well, they just don't know sports. They they don't, no, they don't know anything. They don't know sports at least they're consistent. They don't know politics. They don't know anything. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say you're okay. okay. I'm okay. And you, I'd listen to you anytime in the, the uh, Fort Lauderdale area. Well, God bless you. Uh, take care now. And have a great life. You too. And die gesund. And get out of here. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Dane. I'm all right. Not too good, but I'm okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Frank says that was going bop, 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 and don't put him on because he is a real nerd. He is a real sugar in the woodpile, that Frank Cisna on CNN. Watch out for him, man. I'll tell you one thing. He, he'd like to pull the switch on Clinton. I'll tell you that right now. You can tell which one. I'm not talking about the commentators, you know, like the Pat Buchanan's or Bob Novak's or the liberal guys like Alan Dershowitz. I'm talking about these people who are supposedly reporters like Frank Sesno. You can tell which ones are like a little bit more moderate and which ones would like to fry Bubba's ass in Greece or maybe even in Turkey. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, I sir. Guess the, I guess the Rangers have decided they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I read in, saw on ESPN last night that uh, they sent the uh, taking them down to the minors. Yeah, well, maybe they decided they want to make the playoffs. Maybe that's why they did that. Oh, no, no. He's the, he's the he essential playoff guy. He sucks is what he is. You're was. right. I agree. Have a great evening. Okay, thank Okay, there you go. There's a guy with no material. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560. Maybe they got tired of paying him all that money to skate around like a, like Moosey, okay? Moosey, hey, here goes Moosey skating around in circles again. Moosey, Moosey. Boy, was I glad they dumped his ass out of here, huh? 
Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Going once. Long gone. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a pig report in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, we got a big-time pig report on the turnpike. Yeah. Uh, in between uh, Sunrise and Commercials, she's got a... Uh, She's got her thing set up on a tripod and her gun, too. She's waving her thing, yeah. Yeah, and they just start pulling them over left and right. All right, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you. There you go. Forewarned is forearmed, okay? Watch out for the porkers on the turnpike. Sunrise to commercial, baby. They're um, right in business. Well, let's see. It's the 8th of January. That figures. Must be because it's getting close to the end of the month. Where are we going? Let's do uh, this. this uh, and they, Oh, there he is. There's Wolfgang Blitzer. With a baby. Keep him out there, okay? Keep him out there in the goddamn snow. Maybe he'll freeze to death. Ever see him and Heinrich Himmler together? No. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. It's your old friend, Moishi. Moishi? Moishi Puppick. Yeah. From the Kitchen Club. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Geez. You guys, didn't you guys ever get a life? I haven't seen you in about, in about 10 years, man. Thank God. No wonder I've been doing so well. I'm all excited. About what? About talking to you. Yeah. Well, I obviously that answers my question. You still haven't found a life. <laughs> Joey from Syracuse still wrestling with himself. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> How's everything? Everything is great. In fact, since you guys left, it's been uh, picking up real good. Oh, yeah? Uh, I haven't seen you out in the kitchen club lately. No, I don't even. Uh, I, yeah, great. I mean, I hope you're hanging out there a lot. <laughs> I'll talk to you. I don't even Good know life. if it's still there. Is it still there? You would know. Okay, have a great life. You know that that group, that little that little threesome there, they created so many problems for me with their bullcrap. There, that's what precipitated that whole business. By the way, you do understand that. You do realize that. Yes, I do. Yeah, isn't that great? Kitchen club, which I have, I wouldn't know the kitchen club from the goddamn store club. Okay, there just happened to be a public parking lot there, but all of a sudden these people that listen, their little antennas. Oh, he's uh, hanging around. He's cruising around there. Was I cruising around there? No. I don't even know what the, where the goddamn place was. And all of a sudden, now, uh, hey, let's uh, you know. You jackass. But they did bring me my soup one day, and they still are assholes. Oh, two open lines in day, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Trace the call, by the way. We're going to start stalking him now. We're going to, like, turn it around. Jackass. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Um, I wanted to talk about how people are rude down here. Yes. The reason I believe that is you have multiple cultures down here. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Broward, two and eight, five six seven oh five sixty uh, pound five sixty. Okay, that's our pool question. What's better, multiple cultures or multiple orgasms? That's our question this hour. Yeah, that's very unique, isn't it? Multiple cultures? No, no, it's not. Okay, go to a real city. Okay, go to any real city in the world. Lots of multiple cultures, and it's not the same crap. But you you don't understand that. Maybe get on a bus and go somewhere. Okay, like to Jupiter. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQM. A great way to sample Nick's exquisite cigars is to join them at the annual Miami Big Smoke hosted by Cigar Aficionado. It's coming up on Tuesday, this Tuesday from January 12th. What is it? I, I'm incoherent. Anybody have a heart or a liver? I can't take too much butter. It shoots right out my ass. Pepper and paprika blew me to the can. I can't take too much butter. I can't take it at all. 
I had spurns from Olestra and especially Sorbitol. I can't take too much butter, it goes through me too fast, every time I eat it, I have to change my pants. But anyway, we're used to that. It's 113 at 560WQ, and we've got t-shirts coming, baby. All right. Maybe someday we'll actually have some equipment for the poor bastards in the sports department, but I doubt that. Now you're getting really carried away. But we got QM t-shirts we're going to have this year. Huh? I mean, like real ones. We're getting really fancy-schmancy here. You give them enough time. You give them like 40 or 50 years, we'll have a goddamn promotional budget in this place. Maybe even a bumper sticker, huh? No. Well, now you're getting carried away. I know. Maybe like a button? No. A pin? No. Oh, maybe something better than those Ghost of Neil pictures? No. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670. Oh, maybe a billboard would be? No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, I'm sure of that. How about a sandwich board? Somebody on Lincoln Road with a sandwich board? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We've solved all the problems of South Florida today. The Beezer feels better about it. I feel better about it. No. The whole goddamn town feels better about it. That lady that's going back to New York, God bless her. Yeah, we had one one call that made sense today. That's not bad. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Neil. Yeah. Um, I was just calling, in fact, about the Beezer. Yeah. Uh, Who? I've been a, a Flyers fan for years. And I'm I'm like proud to have the guy. Yeah, you ought to be. Uh, I am kicking ass, man. I know he's. Uh, they don't want to give him too much of a chance up there. They were trying to boo him out of town the first month, but all of a sudden he finally uh, settled in and settled down, and he's kicking ass and shutting everybody out. They're winning game after game after game after game. And last night played a phenomenal game, by the way, because I saw much of it. He's in good uh, company with Hextall. Hex, he's a cool guy. Yeah, well, Hextall is. Yeah, well, more. the other thing is uh, the fans down here. Yeah. Um, I'm from PA, so. Uh, I've always been a Dolphins fan ever since they started out. I moved down here, and I have never seen such a group of, of uh, complainers and, and, and bitchers in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just the way they are. When they're winning, uh, Miami's the greatest team in the world. When mm -hmm. they're losing, they can't take it. Well, even these Dolphin fans, I'm listening this morning, and they're all, you know, everybody and their brother, maybe one or two exceptions, everybody, well, we haven't got any chance, and there's no way we're going to beat Denver up there, and it's cold, and the altitude, and the this, and that. I mean, you know, what, what's the point in playing if you're going to have such a defeatist attitude? Sure, it's really going to be a tough assignment, but, uh, you know, give them a little enthusiasm, for Christ's sakes. Right. These I take the good with the bad. What these people are doing, they're just waiting for you to fail. That's the South Florida mentality. It's not so much that they want you to succeed so they can be a part of it. They're waiting for you to fail so they can say, you suck. You know, that's, that's their deal. The other thing is, um, I think um, one thing I do say is I think Heisenga gave the people down here a raw deal. He's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a real yes, asshole. he is. He's a piece of crap. But you know something? Maybe it was a marriage made in heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it was a good fit. Honest to God, yeah. Okay, pal. All right, bud. Have, have a great weekend. You too. Did he say that Wayne is an asshole? Is that what he said? I wonder what Barry Jackass would think if we said Wayne was an asshole. Asshole, asshole, that Wayne might think of such an asshole. No, seriously, Barry Jackass, he's the epitome of this town right there. I'm glad that he's writing in the Herald every day those insipid, idiotic columns of his because he's perfect for this town. He is what's wrong with South Florida. I mean, he's not the only thing, but he epitomizes it. He is the perfect example of what's wrong with this town. Bush League knows nothing, uh, you know, always restates the obvious and, or steals it from somebody else long after they've said it.
like Hank will come out and say something, like when the Marlin business was going on with the sale of the team, and then two or three days later, uh, Barry will write it in an article like uh, he just discovered it and correct all the other mis- uh, you know, incorrect stuff that he wrote the two, three weeks before, day after day, including on the front page of the front section of the newspaper. Bogus Bush League, and you just have to sit back and accept it and take the check every week. Okay, thank you. Checks clear every week. That's all that counts. Don't get yourself all worked up over it because it's not worth it. Go out to the Sawgrass Mills Mall out there today. Come on, Neil. You'll have a great time. Huh? Got some friends out there at Books a Million. They like me there. Stop into Freddy's Jewelers. They like me. Who else? Wolf Camera. They love me at Wolf. That's one of our sponsors. I'm, they are obsessed with me at Wolf Camera. See, there's some places where they actually speak English in the Sawgrass where I'm a big uh, superstar. Now you're going to the JCPenney outlet. Uh, what do they call that place? The uh, outlet store? Is that what it is? Factory outlet store, yeah. Whatever it is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an okay place. like to buy uh, underwear. It's not bad. Socks. Of course, I don't wear socks. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, if you go into the main part of the mall, it's all people who don't speak English. And then you go into those, some of those little outlets uh, that are kind of like adjacent, and it's mostly Schwarzers. But that's okay. I don't mind shopping where there's all Schwarzers, except in that uh, Winn-Dixie over here. I will not go into that store. Because they stand out. That one time I drove by there thinking about going in, and there were a couple of guys stood out there with a real dirty look. And I said, okay, have a nice day. What, what are you laughing about? This is not a laughing matter. They said, hey, Honky, this is, uh, you know, our store. In fact, there's a sign there. It says, Honky, if you Neil Rogers. Here's a lady in Perrine. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I have a very small offering for you. Did you know that Trent Lott is a former Ole Miss Cheerleader? No. A cheerleader? I think that's so hilarious. Oh, I think you ought to have his pom-poms on in there in the center. I mean, it would be a perfect match. Doesn't that create a funny yeah. picture in your mind? Probably a closet case. Yeah, Newsweek mentioned that he's a former cheerleader. I can just see him falling Because like George says, that uh, ordinarily heterosexual men, real heterosexuals, are not concerned with about how anybody else right. is doing. I'm not saying he's gay. No, but uh, it's perky, interesting. Yeah. He was perky. Uh-huh. Okay, Neil, I love you. Well, maybe happy and gay. Happy. Well, yeah, that's Okay, kind of have thing. a great weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. Trent Lott as a cheerleader. No. Yes. No. Open line at Broward, all three in date. Come on, let's go. Let's see some enthusiasm here this last hour so I leave here at the end of the first week of the year with a smile on my puss instead of feeling, oh, geez, here we go again. Another week in hell. Another week of drudgery and drudgery. Let's see a little bit of goddamn enthusiasm out of this town for once, even if they have to fake it like an orgasm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Look at all the good stuff that we've solved this week. Yesterday we solved all the problems. We got black people stop calling themselves African Americans because there is no such goddamn thing. Leave it to me to finally tell them. Hey, guess what? You don't have to use all these hyphenated words because there is no such damn thing. How about just person? I be a person. That's good. I be a people. Isn't that how the Pledge of Allegiance? I I be the people. Uh, pledge. How's that go? Come on, Dade County, let's go. we got three open lines there. I'm going to get these lines filled up. I might not take any. I just want to get them filled up so that I feel better about this goddamn place. Is it raining out? It better not be raining. Come on, let me look out the window. If it's not raining out, it was. See, when you're stuck in this town, it's supposed to be sunny and very mild all the time. Like the last few days have been too goddamn cold and we had a lot of rain. It's supposed to be nice here this time of the year. It's the winter. Didn't it tell anybody about that? No. Probably Brian Norcross's fault, that little twit. That little, uh, whatever he is, Packer. Dade County's open, baby. 5670560. Look at these three lines. I'm not going to sit back here and be satisfied with three open lines in Dade County. Come on, all you spicks out there in Dade County. Let's get with it. Maybe you might have something to say, okay? Besides medical and medical and medical. Come on, come up with some real material, okay? 
5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Boy, have they ever let us down, huh? Yeah. They've let us down at Spit Community in Dade County. They're the ones that have abandoned this goddamn show. Even when we did the thing down there in Kennel at Appearance at Borders. Had about a half a dozen guys came in, you know, in disguise, in drag, you know, with like overcoats on because they didn't want anybody to see they were coming in for my stuff. Because, if, you know, because if you listen to the Neil Rogers show, it makes you gay. But if you're a Cuban, you're already gay. So what difference does it make? My favorite was the guy that wanted to come see you. And his girlfriend kept trying to drag him over, and he was like, oh, no, 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 no. And she's like, come on. You didn't see it. No. It was happening like in Kendall? a few hours away. Yeah, and Kendall. Isn't... Like, the guy's like, oh, no, no, I can't do it. And she's like, come on, don't be a pussy. What did he look like? Was he cute? Yeah. Oh, well, I can and, understand uh, that. That's why he didn't Smart move, pal. Yeah, like, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to, like, squeeze it right there? Well, it depends. Yeah, and talk about it. I, and I don't, see, that's the interesting part. I'm supposed to be the faggot, and these guys act like a bunch of pussies. That's the amazing part. No balls whatsoever. Well, my husband's over there. He's afraid to come say hello to you. I get the, No, seriously, I get that at the games. Women will come say, oh, my husband. And I take a look, and I mean, this guy, I mean, some ugly, crusty old fart who smells like that woman in the library in Boca. Here's, uh, and I always say, hey, listen, don't worry. I can smell him over here. He doesn't have to come any closer. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I moved down here from New York about 10 years ago. Yes, sir. And I got to tell you, I think you're a very vindictive, obnoxious person. Yeah. And hey. you should straighten up your act. I should straighten up my act, huh? Well, that sounds like a... What is it? Oh, before you kick me out, well, why don't you go back to New York, asshole, okay? Before you kick me out of here. You and what army, okay? You and Luca Brazzi? We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT. I should straighten up my act. In other words, he's going to keep listening every day, even though he doesn't like the show, and I'm an asshole. He's going to listen every day. Again, there's that mentality again. Until I do what pleases him. Well, guess what? You can go like the dog barking at the moon. You can sit there barking at your radio, okay? Every goddamn day of your life, and nothing is going to change on this show, okay? I'm still going to be obnoxious and vindictive, and you can go is what you can do. How are you vindictive? Ask him. I don't know. Call him up. Uh, do a, you know, call return on that guy, some asshole. How come there's so many assholes in Boca? You know what? We get more goddamn jerks that call this show from Boca and Boynton Beach, those two places, than you can shake your magic wand at. Something very seriously wrong up there in Boca. Maybe too much bad deli, okay? Maybe too much stale kishki. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Uh, there's too much closet space in Boca. That's the problem. Yeah, well, it's obviously full. <laughs> hey, I want to thank me and the other guy that came out to send the dolphins off at the airport. Oh, two of you, huh? Yeah, 12-16, baby. It was beautiful. Me I and like that. What a, what a great town this is. Two people went out there to send the Dolphins off to Denver and wish them the best. That's it. You know, you know something? I don't I don't really care. You know, I don't follow much anymore. I hope, just to prove what a bunch of assholes these people are, I hope the Dolphins kick the crap out of Denver tomorrow. Yeah, baby. Now you're talking well, to them. Just to show these people, all these people that are such stupid fans, that they're already conceding the game before they even play it, for Christ's sakes. And you know people sit out there and watch planes take off and everything? Yeah. And they got a microphone that's going up, flight two, four, five, uh, take it off on the right, right lane. People love that crap. They're getting into it. They're eating their food there, watching the planes. <laughs> hey, listen, it's something to do, man. It's better than going to the sawgrass. There is life in Fort Lauderdale. All right. All right. Okay, good luck, pal. Kick some ass tomorrow out there, even if Jimmy is an asshole. Miami has you know, give me Danny, the we take the ball from goal to goal like This guy put me over the edge. He, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm indifferent. I don't really follow it that much. I mean, I do watch, but uh, I just don't care. I've lost my hatred for it, as they say in uh, Montreal, but just to prove a point or two, it'll be very tough, and they're up against all the odds, et cetera, and so on, and all the experts. You know, if all the experts were so smart, they'd never pick a game wrong, and there wouldn't be any point in playing them in the first place, except to see if they could cover the spread. Oh, that's why they're playing? 
Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got to tell you, uh, I got to wonder what the guys in the green jackets at the Macarena are doing. If I, if I see another They're fan, not doing anything in my section, I'll tell you that. Well, I'll tell you, they're not doing anything in my section. If I got to toss one more guy out of my seat, and if I have to have one more guy step in front of me in the middle of play, right. what is with these people that can't wait for a break in the action to get back to their damn seat? Right. These guys are killing well, them. You can blame the ushers on that. Blame them. They're doing a piss-poor job of it, man. Every section they're doing a crappy job, and they let people go right back down there while the game is uh, going on again. I don't that, know. That's, one, that's one thing they did in the old arena. They did a, They were like Nazis, but at least they did a good job of it. They made you stand up there until a play stoppage before you went back and started blocking people's view off. Uh, and God, God forbid you should want to get in line and get some food. Yeah. I mean, for, for my section, I get to the break in the action, or we're in between periods. I get there, I'm number two in line. By the time I get back to my seat, action's already started again. Right. I don't know. Anyway, have a great weekend, Neil. And you too, sir. Yeah, uh, we're complaining too much, okay? We want to go and have a pleasant experience. We're all complaining too much. You're right. Let's cut it out. Let's just give Wayne the money and whatever kind of crap he dishes out, we'll take it with a smile on our puss. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Our poll question today is why are there so many assholes in Boca? That's the poll question. Difficult question. Probably take a long sociological study to find out. Maybe there's a lot of New Yorkers that settled in Boca. We hear, we've heard from some New Yorkers today that made a lot of sense and seemed like reasonable people. I mean, out of 12 million people, can they all be assholes? No. Oh, there's a few nice people from New York that came down here. A couple. One or two. But boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, some of the dregs, some of the people they kicked out of the city, even Ed Crotch, even he kicked some of their ass out. They said, oh, well, we've got to get out of here. Let's go to Florida. <laughs> oh, that's right. Everybody who was a misfit someplace else, they kicked their ass out. They sent them to Florida. That's what happened to me. Well, no, I was working. Where the hell was I working? I was in uh, Michigan before I came here, so you can understand. Came to Sarasota. Boy, that was a great year. Sarasota, baby. WSPB, City Island, the out-of-towners picnics. My youngest listener was 140 years old, but we had a great time. It's Friday, you bastard. There's a marvelous place on town, where all these wealthy people go. It's where royalty plays polo, and that's what I like about Noka. A town where egos are never small. A town where they say, out ball. And every corner has a ball. And that's what I like about Noka. Spend the day in Jewish bakery. You should taste these delicacies. That's what I like about Noka. But please excuse our attitude. There are BMWs, but we find pleasure in being rude. That's what I like about Noka.
Boca. Boy, there's so many assholes there in Boca. I wonder why everybody's moving there. 131. I haven't been in Boca in years, and am I uh, worried about that? No. No, I don't think so. Am I missing anything? No. wonder how uh, Dave the paramedic's making out up there in Boca. Remember him? David the paramedic, who just kind of like disappeared. I guess he, I guess they must have greased up that pole a little bit too much one night. That was him. That was your buddy. Open line and Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. There you go. Another one of your Julio buddies. Here's Mobile in Miami. Hello. I'm getting his number now. Good. Mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, don't worry about Boca. It's boring. I go there every day. Yeah. I mean, it's terminal. Listen, uh, I just want to say to the, all the Julios in uh, Miami to call. Please call. They're listening. They're out there. No, they're a bunch of pussies. You know, no, they're, they're, they're all hanging out at Westland in the tea room. I know what they're doing. I mean, they have something here from 10 to 2. That is the only thing going on. Right. Uh, at least call so we can give you some ratings, you know. You know what I mean? Some keep you in the air. But they're just afraid. They, they just... I hear them all the time because I'm a courier. I get down like in 7-Elevens and stuff, and I hear them on the radio. Yeah. They're just afraid. They're just a bunch of pussies. Okay, yeah. pal, have a great day. Okay, Neil. Bye. Don't take any wooden nickels. Okay, what was the number of that asshole that just called that uh, little Julio, the one before this one that didn't get on the air? 305, of course. 305. 539. Oh, and by the way, this kid wants to talk about ass hair. So if there's anybody out there that wants to know about ass hair, his number is 305-539-6000. Well, that sounds like a uh, place of business to me. Could be. Doesn't it? Maybe they'll get fired. Oh, wouldn't that be a shame? From their, uh, Two open lines in uh, Dade County, 567-0560, 567-0560, or pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, good day to you, sir. How are you doing? Good day. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm known as the uh, Gracious Pass fan. I, can't, I called them last night. You're, about known, you're known as the what? The Gracious Patriots fan. Meaning what? As, meaning, meaning uh, last night I called in other words, you're a chronic on the Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, yeah, I'm real big on the talk shows in New England, right, in Boston, whatever. Get out of here, jackass. First of all, this isn't a sports show. Secondly, nobody on this station, I don't think, unless they're really desperate, wants to talk to chronics, especially from other markets. I'm known as. I'll tell you what you're known as on this show. He's an asshole. That's right. Oh, boy, I tell you, they're out there. I love it when somebody calls, I'm known as, or I'm very popular on shows in Poughkeepsie. Well, great, go back there, okay? Maybe they'll talk to you, but I doubt it. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. They are beautiful, baby. They are beautiful. Losers, losers, losers. Every loser in the world, they put them in a goddamn tube, and they send them down the old chute right here, baby. They're shooting it. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah, they sent him up to poop shoot. Hey, Neil, yeah, exactly. Time, first that's, time. That's where they're coming from. Hey, I got a good one. Um, right out of the human rectum. Yeah, right. I love that. Uh, a week ago Wednesday, my girlfriend called up. We having a contest for the tickets for Saturday's game. Yeah. And uh, he said, George will call you. But our phone's been screwing up, so we thought George called. I called down there, and the guy at the front desk, the guy with the beard, the goatee and all that, I said, I said, the first and last name, he said, yes, come and pick him up. So I came down to pick the tickets up. Yeah. Someone already picked him up. It was a different, it was a same first name, different last name. Oh, my God. I was all excited that I was going to be Where did you there. come I mean, from? I was, I was How far were you? Cars and everything. Where did you come from? Um, Coral Springs, Tamarack. All the way down here? All the way down there. Oh. I, I, I mean, I was doing like 90 on 95. Man. I was excited. I was fired up. Buffalo well, I'm sorry about that. that. And, and then to top it off, I leave. I'm all sad and everything. Coming home, I get pulled over. Come to find out I had a $50 ticket from 96. 
Yeah. And I got to spend the night in the Broward County with all the good boys. All right. Great. Unreal. Okay, well, I hope you had a good time. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 5. And I'm sure there was a lot more if I would have let them go on. 5670560, pound 560 on our AT&T wireless line for all you mobile callers. The Hank Goldberg Show is coming up at 2 o'clock. Booth 2 at 6. 9.30, we got our pregame. 10 o'clock, it's the Florida Panthers and the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks? Seriously, anybody that says Canucks should be given some uh, instruction. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. I'm an Irish-American from Boca. Yeah. I'm on an island out well, here. nobody's perfect. <laughs> hey, did you say... I heard you say something about uh, hardly anybody showed up to send the dolphins out. Two people, this guy said. Yeah, did... Were you listening to Hank yesterday? Uh, no, by the time I got home, they were playing nothing but press conferences. Yeah, okay. I just heard one after another after another, because Hank was busy doing this stuff for ESPN, I guess. Well, somebody had called him up and suggested, you know, the fans should go out and show their support. Well, it sure worked like a charm. Yeah, but you know what? L listen, this is what Hank said. He goes, yeah, that'll show a lot of support. You know, I heard the uh, Dolphins on planes when they see the fans out at the airport look out the window and say, what a bunch of assholes. I was like, Hank, that guy's got a problem anyways. Who's that? Hank. Well, call him up and talk to him about it, okay? Hey, stupid. We have an open line in Broward. I mean, the guy's on in 23 minutes. He'll be on. Call him up. I mean, see, there's, it takes no talent, no guts, no anything to call me and uh, take a shot at Hank. Now call him up and uh, discuss it, and uh, maybe he'll uh, hang up on you. Maybe you'll have a discussion. Who knows? In fact, it would be entertaining hearing that on the way home. A lot more entertaining than hearing those 80 press conferences I heard yesterday. Can we find something else to put on besides those terminal, long, ponderous press conferences when Hank is doing his ESPN stick or whatever? Can't we find anything else? No. Oh, God. If I have to hear one more, and even, I mean, John Elway, who's not dumb or uh, illiterate, but, I mean, uh, enough already with those people. Not that I want to interfere. Do I want to interfere? No. No. But I'm just, uh, you know, it's from a selfish standpoint. Oh, kills me, kills me, kills me. Oh, here's, here's the assistant. The trainer is having a press conference talking about the hangnail at the, uh, uh, what's his name? Nathan Napoleon Kaufman got a hangnail. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to know is uh, Monday, all the people want to call you back to say apologize about the Dolphin win. I want to know Dolphin want to win the, this uh, Saturday. I want to let you know that. The Dolphins are going to win? Yes, sir. What's the score going to be, sir? 24-13. Uh, okay, God, okay God, buddy. God bless you. Simone. Okay, there you go. There you go. There's a real spick for you. He says the Dolphins are going to win. He's going to put his money where you're... Rectum. That's what he said. He said, bend over, baby. Get ready for the big one. We have an open line at date, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. 21 till 2 at 560 WQM. If you're feeling lucky, speaking of bend over. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? There is a child. Living down in Mexico, boy, who has to go to work every day. Sits at his desk, making clothes for Kathy Lee. Loves the work, but doesn't love the pay. I want to give you a kiss. They, they are, are the, the kids, kids who make the clothing. clothing. They are the ones who make a buck a day, so quit complaining. All right. It's just clothes we're making. 
The kind you love to buy It's you that make a fucked up day with Kathy Lee Hey, don't forget Kathy Lee. She and her husband are very important people, and don't you ever forget it. Oh! 144 at 560 WQM. Anybody believe in that? No. Hey, here is a fact that says, as if I didn't already know this, but when you see it in print, it is kind of scary. It says what that caller said not too long ago was true. People actually go, people actually go to Miami International Airport and sit outside and watch the planes take off and land. This is how they spend their free time. It's pathetic! Exclamation point. You know why they do it, don't you? It puts the lotion in the basket. That's right. They sit out there. Oh, look at that big old plane. Look at that big 747. There's a 737. There's a 757. There's another 747. Sabina, there's another one, yeah. They do that at airports all over America because they have no lives. That's right. And they sit out there. And, of course, you do understand why they're really sitting out there waiting, don't you? crash exactly there you go it's not so much that they enjoy watching airplanes take off and land because let's face it pretty much looks the same every time a plane takes off and land i've been on a few planes in my time 20 or 30 million but they're waiting they just don't want to miss out just in case there's that one time kind of the same reason people go to see uh, auto racing with all due respect to joe costello who would deny it of course but nevertheless it would be full of crap in doing it here's a mobile implantation hello Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you were talking about the Sawgrass Mall and why there's all these foreign people then. I had heard something a few years ago. I don't know Who if are those people, sir? Well, Who are they? Well, did you ever hear that the Sawgrass Mall was the second largest tourist attraction? I only mention that every day on yeah. the show. So, oh, I, mean, yes. I was there the other day, and, and I saw exactly what you're talking about. I mean, there's buses of people coming in, and you go into Brands Mart, and there's like, you know, you're hard-pressed to find a customer that speaks English. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, but at least you can find somebody well, waiting on it. Oh, that's different story. No, but seriously, well, right. when you walk into the main mall, though, forget about Brands Mall, but when you walk into the main mall main itself, mall. But you know what, and you walk around, and you look at the people, and you listen to the people, right. and it's like you're asking yourself, where am I? Where do these people come from? Well, the where do they live? Where do they sleep at night? Where, where do they stay? Where are their possessions? I, I, I assume they're in hotels and motels, but the thing is that the only mall I've ever been in anywhere in this country that has an international money changer. I mean, it's got a, 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 a what they call a, you know, a sorry, money sorry, change, I hate, I hate but a machine it. that changes money into from foreign currency into. Oh, they have where, Where's that? I've never seen it. It's that. in one of the one of the sections of the mall. I mean, and they also they have. have a, a, I know they have the currency exchange in there. Right, but I saw a machine that actually has all the different flags on it, and you put like a you know. A yeah, they they have those. They have those in yeah. Italy. They have them around Europe. The other thing I wanted to talk about is Bush League. Yes. Bush League Miami. You know how you spell Bush League in Miami? W-A-M-I. Yeah. You're, you're so fortunate to be off of that. Yes, thing. I am. Did you see the thing I they advertised? I feel so much better about being off of there. The movies. You know, they're having movies every night at 8 o'clock. I, I don't know. I don't want Well, they had an advertisement, you know, before they started it. All these great movies from the, one of the major studios in Hollywood that, you know, starts with a U. And, you know, they've got, uh, you know, Field of Dreams and all these great movies that they put out. Yeah. You know what the first movie they ran was Monday night? The Heartbreak Kid. The Heartbreak Kid from what year? With Eddie Albert. And the next night, they oh. had another movie with, called Fooling Around with Gary Busey. Oh! Guess who was in it? Eddie Albert. I started thinking... Well, maybe they, they have a thing for Eddie yeah, Albert. I thought they were going to have an Maybe Gary Diller has been doing Eddie Albert. That could be. I don't know. And one last thing. I used to drive a limousine. Isn't Eddie Albert dead? Uh, yes. Yes. Very I know Abel Gabor. Well, he's still doing them. But Abel anyway. Gabor is dead. Uh, anyway, I used to drive a limousine. And you were talking about tips for limo drivers. Yeah. I used to drive... Uh, we, I drove for a business car service in New Jersey, and uh, used to drive for one of the large pharmaceutical companies that also makes consumer products. Yeah. And a guy, when I drove him home from the airport one day, tipped me a bottle of mouthwash. 
<laughs> Maybe it was a message. Uh, Could have been. There you go. Could have been. Okay, pal. Have a great week. Have a great life. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Here's an open line in Broward. Hey, try a little scope, pal. Can you believe Rimmer only gave 10 bucks to that? I mean, that's just unbelievable. Uh -huh. Keep in mind, we got a free meal. I left a $30 tip because it would have been about 150 bucks for the four of us. So I left, and there was only three of us, so definitely about 150 bucks. So I left a $30 tip, of which I didn't have the right change. I managed to squeeze four singles out of him. Cost him $4 for a $100 meal it would have cost for him and his wife, okay? Four bucks. He tips the limo driver 10 bucks. I realize he's up there in Vancouver with the team, okay? Rimmer, you are the cheapest piece of turd, okay? God, is he cheap. Is he? Uh-huh. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. That's a Polish American checking in. Okay. Um, that guy that called earlier was from our carnival. No, he was from the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Oh, okay. That we, was checked that was it, we checked it out. But close. close. But anyway. I'm glad, you mentioned, I'm glad you reminded me. That was a crank call from some little spick at the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, and I hope the people at work over there find who he is and throw his ass off the goddamn ship. Yeah, you can tell what he's doing for a living. Yeah. So anyways, you think they're going to air the... Uh, the impeachment on the radio and on the TV like they did with the O.J. trial? Not here they won't. So you don't think... Not at our station. We could do it, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give the people an alternative. We can sit here and solve the real problems of the world like uh, rectal hair. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, thanks, Neil. And have a great day. We're not going to not going to uh, preclude this goddamn important show for a bunch of uh, Hazarai going up there, a bunch of uh, asshole stuffy old shirts pretending to be, uh, you know, pontificating and pretending to be uh, objective. and Just get it over with, okay? Censure the guy, slap him on the wrist, get the State of the Union, let's say, okay, Bubba, let's go, and uh, get the ship going again. And stop at all this political crap to try to pacify these right-wing uh, Nazis and drag, okay? Even Trent Lott, even Trent Lott, you'll notice, is embarrassed and humiliated by the House Republicans, by these fanatical lunatics, okay? In fact, he might get his pom-poms up. I wouldn't be surprised before this whole thing is over, Trent Lott comes out of the closet. Okay? Wouldn't surprise me. That's how indignant he's. In fact, he had his arm around Tom Daschle when they had the press conference. Little tongue action. I couldn't believe it. That's how disgusted he is with this whole thing, with those obnoxious right wing, and especially that one, that Charles Kennedy, who eats at the Olive Garden, okay, and tries to get some bitch waitress, some poor, poor, poor lady, try to get her fired. Because she said he's an asshole and he's a bunch of uh, bullcrap. Try to get her fired. Charles Kennedy, I'm going to tell you right now, over the weekend, I'm going to spend every moment, every wake moment of my weekend trying to find if, pictures of Charles Kennedy and Pete Bolger together. You think it's possible? No. No chance. Same person. Beady-eyed assassins. Beady-eyed backstabbers. No talent, no brains. They got <laughs> for brains. Uh, 10 before 2 at 560 WQM, your classy station for the 90s. This is 560 UAM. Oh my God, is that thing real? 